Welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about waiting, and I emphasize waiting, through 20 years of type moon. <laughs> I'm your host, Fen. My pronouns are Fayfair. And joining me is... I'm Ben Enns, and my pronouns are she, they. And for the first time... Oh god, I just wrote something something T. You did. I didn't... Uh, and for the first time, a uh, wonderful guest, T-lesbian. Oh, I'm Marin. Uh, my pronouns are she, they, and V-ver. Cool. Uh, we're... Oh... I usually have a section in this intro that is like, here's what we're doing today. Uh, and I completely forgot to, in our part of our reorg, that got zooted. Um, zooted? That's today not the right Sunday verb. Eve- it's Sunday uh, evening and we have chaos energy. It got uh, disappeared. Um, zooted. <laughs> zooted. We're covering Melty Blood today. The OG Melty Blood. OG Melty Blood. Way back in the day. And it's expansion react. Yes. Melted Blood 2002 and React. Uh-huh. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. I Not fantastic. Fighting games are hard. Yes. But... Fighting games are hard, especially when they have no sense of balance. Before we get into that, <laughs> yes. first off, as always, we have tea time. Yes. Yuri tea time, even. Yuri tea time. Yuri tea time. Aaron, you said that you have a uh, recommendation for literal actual tea. Yes. The actual Hit tea, us. the leaves. Um, it's a type of tea called yabao, which is like... It's a fun word. Literally, ya and bao separately are both mean buds in Mandarin. And <laughs> when you put them together, they mean buds. Uh <laughs> It's like, which is great. It's this like cool tea that's like a different kind of like, so like most teas, Camellia sinensis. Um, and this one is, oh God, I don't remember its Latin name. It's like Camellia crassio columnus or something. Ooh. Um, that just like grows wild across in like different parts of China. Um, and makes these funky looking buds that look like weird little pine cones and are like naturally caffeine free mm-hmm. um and just taste incredible like mm-hmm. like very like almost like this piney sweetness like pine sap and and like really fragrant and i if people can find some yeah mm-hmm. the, uh they if people can find some i recommend drinking it because it rules it has like really potent chi and makes me feel like I'm on a cloud. I'm drinking a very simple chai spice that I got from a Asian grocery store. That's Hell pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has caffeine in it because if I don't get caffeine, my head explodes. And then <laughs> Fen has to like clean blood off all the walls. Uh-huh. It's really rough. It's really, really, really frustrating. Sounds inconvenient. Uh-huh. I'm drinking a simple... Uh, uh, what's the passion fruit green? Passion fruit green. Ooh, just tasty. Nice. That sounds fancy. Am I the I... only one? Is that caffeinated? Yeah. Okay, good. Green tea has caffeine. Right, right, right. I'm not I... actually like a big tea person. Mm. I've taken up drinking it lately because I need a source of caffeine that isn't like uh, a big can of sugar. And I can't drink <laughs> carbonated drinks anymore. I used to drink like 
Marin, I used to drink like a case of Mountain Dew every couple days. Oh my god. I was a wild That's animal. That's impressive. <laughs> Your gamer energy. <laughs> I have just so much gamer energy, but now I'm a fallen gamer. Wow, fake gamer girl. Uh-huh, I can't I can't drink anything with bubbles in it anymore or my body begins to revolt. Mhm. Unfortunate. It's really unfortunate cuz there's nothing like drinking six cans of Mountain Dew Voltage in a row and then laying down because you want to die. <laughs> there's really nothing like it now that sounds like the life Uh, i did have a i had a i took a comics class in college once and i put off doing an entire like 20 page comic until like a couple days before it was due oh god and i ended up staying up for probably 48 hours with a nap in somewhere in there uh with a a case or two of mountain dew how how were you doing by the end of that 48 hours i wasn't human anymore and i've never recovered (laughs) this closely mirrors uh final year of undergrad Uh uh-huh i had an honors thesis due (laughs) and the last like 10 days maybe um i was getting like three to four hours of sleep a night for like 10 days straight running experiments mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff and trying to write up results and mm-hmm. it was miserable <sighs> yeah i'm supposed to be writing my thesis for my <laughs> masters <laughs> and you're hanging out with us instead <laughs> well i didn't mean like right now i'm at this exact moment but just like <laughs> in general um but I was busy with moving slash not wanting to work on it so mm-hmm. uh, all, like all of January and February. <laughs> the struggle is real. Uh-huh. Not wanting to do anything. Yeah. I didn't even want to play Melty Blood. <laughs> ben, we can't talk about how bad Melty Blood is yet. I can't stop talking about how much trouble I had with it. But let's talk about some other stuff. talking about how much they don't want to play Melty Blood. I just want to play Type Lumina. <laughs> why don't we're skipping around on this list that we have in front of us a little, but why don't we start off with something that is also not good? Ooh. I watched uh, World End, or um, yeah, what's the full title of that? Uh, where it's what? <laughs> I can't sec. believe you weren't prepared for this, fan. <laughs> okay, I mean, if you want the full title. Shumatsu nani shite ma eh. Shumatsu nani shite maska uh isogashi deska uh shu kete morate uh i deska or in English uh what do you do at the end of the world are you busy will you save us I understood a good chunk of that that felt good yeah it's fun uh not just the english either (laughs) and so or world end uh i think the like japanese abbreviation is suka suka um (laughs) it's cute uh and you just said it's bad though it (laughs) ben this world end i watched the the anime Uh it's a 12 episode anime from um you're right that i'm remarkably unprepared for this 
2017. It's, uh, let's see. It's bad, <laughs> is what I want to say. <laughs> oh, no. But also has some of the most incredible uh, ideas of anything that I've watched recently. So, high level is 500 years ago, the human race died out. Um, you learn that they created a, they created, I think, a, um, right. It's, so it's based on, the anime is based on light novels, and that is abundantly clear with, like, how much lore is clearly there, mm -hmm. and how little they could fit into the show. <laughs> okay. So there's a lot of stuff that I'm unclear on. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, yeah, they they did enough to set up the questions of what happened and not enough to answer most of them. Now, Fen, you uh, pitched this to me as being a show about, like, a sad dad taking care of a bunch of kids and he was not horny towards any of them. So, yeah, it starts oh, off. Uh, nice. It turns out that Willem, the protagonist, is the last remaining human. Mm -hmm. uh, he was petrified for 500 years. As so that's do. why he's alive and well he's apparently 18 i don't think that the anime says this anywhere but what that happened to a buddy of one mine once <laughs> oh uh-huh um so yeah uh and there are people surviving they're like uh animal people i would say is most of them furries not like just the ears right yeah yeah like full-on furry scaly there's a, a a big old uh reptile man mm -hmm. is uh an important character so, uh, and they're up in floating islands, mm -hmm. like in the sky, kind of like pieces of land that are, that are floating above the earth's surface because earth has been taken over by beasts or uh -huh. quote unquote beasts, like creatures that are, that humans made again, not a hundred percent sure. Um, <laughs> a lot of question marks. After so sentences. beasts are very powerful. Uh, and so the only, uh, the only like people who can fight them are leprechauns, mm -hmm. uh, who also take human appearances, uh, -huh. uh and there are dug weapons. Dug weapons are the dug. only weapons that can like hurt beasts. Um, How do you spell that, fun? D-U-G. Huh, weapons. Okay. Were they like weapons that were dug out of the ground? So I think... The the way that magic works in this setting is really cool. The the more you want to live, the weaker your magic is. And uh, extremely fencore. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it uh, and those who truly have no care for their lives left will inevitably channel enough magic to set off a, a an explosion that killing both them and whoever they're fighting, and apparently when humans did that it left behind a dug weapon hmm. Hmm. i is it i think that's said at one point um or or it's that dug weapons are the only things that can survive those explosions okay i think it might be that um but anyway so leprechauns they're they're all young girls mm -hmm. uh the i'm hesitantly raising a red flag in anime <laughs> Yeah, um, and by young girls, I mean, like, the oldest are 15, and then there's another group of, like, 10-year-olds, and then another group of 5-year-olds. 
Um, Willem is the main character, and I am always, I do not, I do not like a boy to be a protagonist, or it takes a lot for me to get over a boy being a pr the protagonist. Uh -huh. yeah. Um, he does a remarkably good job of endearing you to him, because he's just, like, he's the nicest man you've ever met. He's a real Otohiko type? Yeah. He just, like, <laughs> like, uh, he meets... Uh, Katoli is the other like kind of main main character. There are it's a it's an ensemble cast, but those two are like the the two, the core two. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, meets her and is just like yeah, he's he's nice. Um, and and yeah, for the first half, two thirds of the anime, zero horny from him. It's great to to have the show demonstrates and I'm that red flag higher. This the is show the demonstrates most ominous butt coming that it is very horny for fifteen year olds. The show itself. Mm, the show itself. The camera. The camera is like, damn, isn't she hot in her underwear? Uh, there's a shot very early on that is her on her stomach getting a back massage, um, and it's like, yeah, there sure is some titty there, huh? Now, if, um, uh, we got into a, not an argument, a discourse about this, because I was like, he's going to marry one of those kids, right? Yeah. And I was like, no, because he is, uh, in, so before he got petrified, he was in charge of an orphanage. And it very much feels like uh, he was given this job to take care of the leprechauns. And it's like, oh, cool. This is Orphanage 2.0 of like... They don't have parents. As it turns out, um, they don't have parents because they're spirits of children who died too young to realize that they were dead. Hmm. So their souls, like, persisted. And um, there's a character who has some sort of necromancy powers to, to, like, summon those souls and create new people. They are new distinct individuals, the leprechauns. Mm -hmm. But they are, like, okay, yeah. right. So Leprechauns at the wife orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like episode five or six. There's a there's a not, it doesn't linger super long, but there sure is a shot of a ten year old in just panties. Uh huh. Um, and it's like I don't I don't like any of this. Uh huh. Uh, but so yeah, we had an argument about uh whether or not he was gonna fall in love with one of those. Yeah, and I was like, he is he. He is acting like their dad. Mm -hmm. And yes, we don't yeah. have his interiority. He certainly was acting like Ben's <laughs> dad, too. I was just going to say. Um, <laughs> we just did this. <laughs> I know. But yeah, it's like, well, and it's like he gives a massage because like he he's a human. So he has from way back when and he was a like talented warrior. So he knows some stuff that has gotten lost in in the the time since he got petrified um he gives uh Katoli a massage in like episode two and it's like presented as oh yeah this is her dad helping her out mm -hmm. not at not oh this is, is doesn't he find her hot and isn't he enjoying like touching her mm -hmm. um and so yeah uh she she is immediately head over heels for him uh -huh. And mm -hmm. he just like keeps her at arm's length, and it's like, no, I'm your dad. I'm not like mm -hmm. someone you should be falling in love with. But unfortunately, it turns out that he's not dad. He's no, daddy. uh, <laughs> yeah, they. Towards the end, they get together. I didn't together. watch this to be clear. 
<laughs> I just he's feel also, like that's the direction it's going. Yeah, he's more. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know what I want to say about it aside from it. At multiple points, I was like, I, I never has a show, uh, or anything really. I've read been both one of my favorite things of all time and also just i hate every decision you're making right now um that that's not even it because it's like oh i love half the decisions you're making and i hate the other half um (laughs) and that leaves me in a really weird place with it because it's like oh i do love how i love the ways that it paints um like being a a capital h hero as a bad thing and like hey maybe it's not the best thing to like constantly um fight and not like let yourself have connections with people the ending is like pitch perfect again it's a world where like oh right and the reason the I reason think that at the top of every yuri tea time we should say that we're, we could theoretically spoil any of the things that we're going to cover or something like that because we keep forgetting to say spoilers for this thing here's how it ends yeah um <laughs> it's it's uh like one of the reasons that the leprechauns are so powerful mm-hmm. is because they'd have no like they have no self-preservation instinct like very matter-of-factly Katoli in episode two or something is like, hey, if I was going to die in five days, would you uh, fulfill a request of mine? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Willem's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, we we know the beasts well enough to predict their movements. In five days, there's going to be one, an attack on this island. Uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to open the fairy gate, which is what the like channeling too much mana is called. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I will cease existing. Um. And it's like very matter of fact. Uh-huh. And like a lot of his, a lot of the arc of Willem is like t- teaching these, the, the leprechauns, like, no, your lives do have meaning. Even if, even if you don't understand it, which again is like, oh yeah, he's their dad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. Sounds complicated mess, huh? You seem it's a complicated mess. It. it has like a lot of incredible ideas. Mm-hmm. And also is way too horny for 15-year-olds. And uh-huh. also is... I think the they do... There is a narrative reason for Katoli and Willem to get together. Mm-hmm. And it's because they're kind of... Like, Katoli is in some sense uh, the person that Willem loved when he first existed. Mm-hmm. Like, 500 years ago. Um... And so there's like, yeah, there's a reason for the two of them to get together, but it doesn't work as, uh, or it it does great work that that relationship is core to their story. Uh-huh. I still don't like it uh-huh. very much. <laughs> um, and the, the very, yeah, I don't, I'll talk about it. Uh, the very, very ending is a coward's move because it's setting up a sequel series because the the light novels the light novels apparently didn't even end like or the the first set of light novels ended and then the for the same day the sequel series started (laughs) and uh that makes sense as in a like it is 
it's an interesting story. It is a world I would love to spend more time in. I'm really curious about the light novels because, again, I don't think that anime, like, it's too short. It's, like, pretty well-paced, I would say, aside from the fact that it is very clear that a lot is being elided mm -hmm. because it's only 12 episodes and it's, you know, what, the first series was six light novels, mm -hmm. uh, which is a lot to fit into 12 episodes. Um, so I think they kind of, like, they cut a lot of the past stuff. We don't get a ton of Willem in, in the past, and mm -hmm. there are characters who show up who feel like they should have played a bigger part, but uh don't um yeah mm. it's interesting uh so i'm i'm do you recommend it fan i like it enough that i'm gonna go read the light novels at some point um because i do want to spend more time with these characters and i am super curious how they read like when willem finally says like oh no actually uh kutoli definitely has a chance with me it felt like a betrayal of that character and I'm curious how much of that was like, oh, if I had his interiority, it would have been clear that actually from the start, he was, was kind of a gross bastard. dude. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. uh, That's probably it. Or, or is it a like, oh no, the author kind of just like bent to fan pressure mm. and was like, yeah, I guess. But, uh, but again, it, that relationship feels so core to the story mm -hmm. that, Yeah. I don't know. So I think she... it would it would work better for me if <laughs> she was not fifteen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like he is only eighteen. That's still a a gap that makes me feel a little weird. And again, it's like a you could have just made her eighteen. There's really a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anime yeah. happened. <laughs> Yeah. So like I would say if you cut off the last epi the the like last minute of the last episode perfect ending like literally i wouldn't change a thing for the world except for the ages <laughs> i meant specifically about the yeah, ending yeah no um yeah I, I would uh but then the last minute is like i don't know there there's a sequel series though so we have to like find some way to to make that work and not and not have that sequel series be like oh and here's a different story in this world mm-hmm it very much feels like this. It, the ending is the very, very end, the like post credit scene, if you will, is like, hey, you get to spend more time with these characters you liked. Isn't that fun? And it's like, no, actually, they they had their arcs. I, I'm happy with where they ended up. I don't yeah. need more. Kagetsu toy. <laughs> <laughs> Marin, did you have something to say in there? Uh, once Fen gets going, oh. Fen can't stop because uh, Faye's used to fighting me for airtime. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> uh, I was gonna, I was gonna ask a clarified question about I don't remember her name, the blue-haired girl that I'm seeing in the pictures, the wife uh, one, Katoli. Katoli. I keep wanting to say Kagali, but that's Gundam Seed. <laughs> uh, is so she's like. Willem's 500 year old his like dead wife reincarnated well okay so actually um this is again this gets into like I don't know who she's based on because mm. the anime says like one sentence about the species or like existence so again leprechauns are based on children who died too young to like realize mm. that they were uh huh 
um Katoli is be or like Katoli's soul Katoli's original self was one of the creators of the world what um which is like where beasts actually came from was those creators deciding to wipe out humanity yeah, his wife is god again like all of this is super god clear wife, but it's willem's <laughs> willem's wife in the past um killed the the like kid that kutoli is based on huh and as part of that was like i had to do this before willem did because he would get himself killed doing this uh and so the kid named l um yeah elq or l um elk i guess um uh she was like oh huh i wonder or i don't understand love or like self-sacrifice <laughs> um why would you do this mm-hmm. like why would you why would you sacrifice your own life for someone else and mm. so totally comes out into the world kind of having some of that with her in terms of like Hmm. yeah so she's not his wife she's like but she has some record of the wife she's definitely tied to okay yeah willem's yeah Hmm. i again this is a like complicated fan this is this is a weakness of the anime that like these are core character beats for or core points of who these characters are and it just doesn't have time to like set up Oh right, but also that core that core thing that happened to you was a character we haven't seen on screen at all, and but we need it for this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but we're not going to really set up that relationship at all. Um, it's just like a weird, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a weakness of the 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 anime and its adaptation being feeling kind of rushed at a lot of points. But hmm. how long did we spend on World End? um too long <laughs> longer than i was expecting <laughs> me too the the slogan for fate moon archive <laughs> you can't call us out like this someone, <laughs> i really well, I, I, I hope I, that someone reviews us with that sentence. <laughs> okay longer than i expected let's oh. talk about an anime that is we're gonna put that on the box art <laughs> let's talk about an anime that is way better than i had any right to like hope it would be um, oh, you want to talk about Granbelm. Now, see, I have stuff to talk about with Granbelm. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Okay. Well, we can't talk about it too much because our official t- uh, Fate Moon Archive recommendation is you probably haven't watched Granbelm, so go fucking watch Granbelm. Yeah. I will say, like, it, if... Marin, go watch Granbelm right now and come back. <laughs> right now. I'll have it running, like, it's during the podcast. <laughs> the whole podcast yeah. <laughs> it's 12 or 13 episodes <laughs> yeah i think so, um dude. and i will say if you watch the first episode and you're like why are they recommending this mm-hmm. uh is it just because they like magical girl shows and or sd max uh then she goes berserk the very first episode there's no question why you and i like it. <laughs> um <laughs> But also, yeah, I think it takes a little bit to like build to its full power. It's the it's the weird series that like 
the f- the first half is like fine kind of good it, fe- it um, feels very much like a pastiche of a holy grail war crossed with madoka yeah uh-huh mm. uh, and extremely madoka uh vibes because the main characters are homura and uh madoka yeah and they're like there's a pink girl who's very ordinary and wants to be special there's a mysterious purple girl who knows a lot more than she's letting on uh-huh. oh uh, yeah wow yeah <laughs> um and yeah so but the the first like the first i'd say four episodes are like good uh-huh. and then episode five had both of us like out of our seats going wild and then it just keeps <laughs> it, it keeps, keeps building and there. building and building from there to a, an incredible like both building uh plot wise and thematically and also just like the animation keeps getting better and better and better yeah let me tell you this is <laughs> we're on the abnormal mapping network a lot of people are gundam people here if you liked zeta gundam there is a very long extended zeta gundam reference oh my <laughs> there's god like a minute, scene. there's like a minute of the finale that is like just shot for shot the zeta gundam finale yes uh-huh are they in the theater <laughs> wait, wait what you said a different part of the finale no 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 yeah like the uh the one of the final one of the big sections of the final fight is just like a shot for shot remake of a mech fight from the end of zeta oh hell yeah i was wondering <laughs> i was wondering if you meant like a shot for shot mech fight or a shot for shot recreation of the incredible the- theater scene from the end of zeta oh. no uh, no no it's definitely a big mech fight yeah hell so yeah. Let, let me it's get also the- yeah, I don't want to spoil the ending. No, um, that's not because a, again, that there is like, a mech fight that's sick isn't a spoil. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff that we could spoil that we're not going to because mm-hmm. you should watch it. Yeah, it's it's, it's short. It's yeah, great. again, it's like it's short enough to, I think, yeah. If you're not sold immediately, like please, please, please give it you know a couple of episodes. I think mm-hmm. it it just keeps getting better. Give it a good and... ten episodes before you decide not to watch it. <laughs> I would say Maybe if you get 13. to episode five and you see the thing that happens in episode five and you're like, I still don't understand, then like it's pr- you probably won't have anything left. But like, <laughs> it's so good. Let me try and give the pitch without spoiling. Well, I'll, I'll, this will spoil like the first couple of episodes, mm-hmm. you know, but it's the it's the premise. There's this pink girl. She's uh, what's her name? Mangetsu. Yes. Yeah. She's like a good kid, uh, kind of a like head empty kind of looking girl. Oh, yeah. She really wants to make friends to the point that she makes lunch for like a bunch of girls at the school and none of them really like her that much. They just take the lunch. And she's also not really a good cook. So everyone's like, yeah, this is fine. I guess I just don't want (laughs) to... spend money she's not like yeah she's she's not bad bad it's just she's she's not completely special at all (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. not yeah and she's not even yes she is a fine cook in in the most uh bland bland version of that it's like oh yeah this this sure is food and it's not like offensive but it's also like oh i'm not like oh my gosh this is tasty Mm -hmm. no matter how many lunches she makes yep so she forgot one of her lunch boxes at school she goes back in the middle of the night to get it and crosses the threshold into a, like a weird other world mm-hmm. where a bunch of magical puppet mechs are fighting to the death. Yeah. I really like the mech designs. I they, they grew really on cool. me a lot. They're like they're very like toy like, uh-huh. you know, they're mm-hmm. like short and chunky. 
Yeah. It took a long time for me to, like, grow on them, but I, I, they've grown on me. They've grown on me. There are a couple that I, like, adore. One that has a big old cape. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it just I looks like a little guy, like, kind of hunched over with the cape, and it's sick. Um, <laughs> and the other one is, I don't think you see it until, like, episode six or seven. Um but just has a sick design and then it transforms and it still has a sick design yeah the the drusala nocturne is the one with the cape uh-huh. uh, that is very sick and the uh-huh. pilot of it is this it, they're doing like the the they're do <laughs> her and her mech in the opening video are doing jazz hands together uh-huh. oh my God. <laughs> it's incredible and then the Ji Guanlong is this like sniper mech that looks like a horrible crab yeah oh it's it's very cool <laughs> I'm oh. excited. <laughs> yeah, Are no. Are they doing no. model kits? They're doing model kits of the main two mechs, the White mm-hmm. Lily and the Viola Cats, and they're they're cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm they're not my very excited. Yeah. 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 I think that those two are it makes sense that those two are the ones that they're doing model kits of, but yeah. also no one watched Grand Belm is the vibe I get, so it's uh-huh. a, it's a miracle that they're doing any of uh-huh. kits. Yeah. Um I want what's uh the like fan mech. Fan mech? The the one uh the girl who uses fans. Oh, oh, that's um Setsugetsu Baika. Yeah. Is the name of her mech. She yeah, she has like a pair of like the, the paper fans, but they're laser fans. Yeah, it's sick. She dances with them. <laughs> um yeah it's a so 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 I I'm oh, sorry. I'm I'm explaining the anime. <laughs> There is a holy grail war happening. Now, not everyone knows what that is yet, but we'll get if we it's a fate thing, we'll get there. Uh essentially, magic was sealed away in this like weird city-shaped clockwork device mm-hmm. that's floating in the sky. Um well, it's floating in the sky of this other world. Of this other world. And people who are descended from magical lines have to fight over who gets to be king of magic every now and then. Yeah. And they are the only one who can use magic. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly, or like everyone there's else, there's like can... this blurry line where people can do things like mind control and erase memories and levitate shit, but none of that counts as magic because they're manipulating electromagnetic fields. I mean, like to some extent, like, like you could say that in in fate parlance, that is magecraft. Yeah, and you can't do uh, capital M magic. But again, we're getting into stuff that we hasn't been explained in our. <laughs> In our run of fate yet. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't go into too much detail. But there's limited stuff you can do. But if you get control of, like, the actual source of magic, then you can do miracles. The whole world is your plaything. Yep. Basically. So all of these girls get together into, like, a battle royale brawl every full moon. Uh, and whoever's standing last gets it. Yeah. Basically, it's a vibe. I think it's... it. Uh, go listen to the... If if you've watched it and haven't already listened to the Beach House on it, uh, I think that's a great conversation. The yeah. uh, my uncle's Beach House, the abnormal mapping. Uh huh. It's under the Gundam, uh, the Great Gundam Project feed, right? Yeah. So it, I guess it's a. It also Patreon. has its own feed. Oh, it does uh, have its own. Yeah, feed. a free a free feed too. If you're not oh. on Patreon. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then go go listen to that. Um, on the other hand, support Great Gundam Project. Yeah. On the yes, other hand, you should too. be on their Patreon. Uh huh. Um. But yeah, I think that they have a great conversation about it. Uh-huh. And and specifically they touch on like, yes, it's mechs, but 
it's like priorities lie closer to magical girl shows yeah mm-hmm. in terms of um rather than mech shows broadly being about the cost of war mm-hmm. and men uh magical girl shows are much more interested in individuals and like feelings and mm-hmm. um that kind of thing and this is like the mechs are and are explicitly called out as like oh yeah this is your heart uh-huh. or the shell that you put around your heart is mm-hmm. is the mech that you create yeah, yeah, yeah um so it's it's yeah it's an interesting like it it fits more thematically in terms of, or it fits more thematically into magical girl than it does like mecha anime i still haven't gotten through Sorry. a description of what this show is about fan <laughs> <laughs> you're really you've had too much tea i think you're really rowdy today so this normal girl mangetsu wanders into this magical world part what like there's only a few of these girls left fighting mm-hmm. most of this war is already over mm-hmm. right it's just like the strongest left and she almost gets killed by one of them because they one of these girls because they think that she's a competitor and she's saved by this other girl this purple girl named shingetsu uh and learns how to summon a mech and ends up uh <laughs> mangetsu despite being the most average girl in the world manages to defeat one of the uh, enemy girls with like this wild display of power that shocks everyone involved mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah she like starts screaming and her eyes like have these weird sigils in them and she like blows up half of the battlefield it's sick that happens in episode episode one one, yeah that's how it starts i do not remember this so she ends up sort of working with this shingetsu girl uh who is trying to talk her into quitting and mangatsu sort of like i have nothing in my life I'm not an interesting person. I'm terrified of, like, the void of emptiness of what my life was like before. Please let me fight in the magic war. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they end up working together uh, to take down the last few remaining enemies. Because uh, it's not really a spoiler to say that Shingetsu's goal is to destroy magic. Because she thinks that all of these girls ruining their lives to fight each other for power is uh, bad. Yeah, I'd say it's bad. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it seems yeah. pretty bad. Doesn't sound great. Mm-hmm. So Mangetsu doesn't have her own wish, Madoka, uh, and decides to support Shingetsu's instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's great. There, I, there's a lot of yeah. really depressed girls. <laughs> there's a lot of wild shit that happens. I think it does my favorite thing, which is like, uh, I think we, did we talk about Blue Reflection Ray on here? I think so. We talked about Blue Reflection. Um, that, like, Blue Reflection and Caligula Effect, if you've listened to that spoiler cast, because that was the last, last uh, two weeks ago, I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. anyway. Um, which is, like, takes time to dive into, here is who this character is. Mm-hmm. And, like, what makes them tick. Yeah. In a Heroes really and fun villains, and interesting yeah. way. There um, isn't... There isn't really villains in this, I would no, say. I, Everyone's just is, kind of broken. There is one girl who is basically a villain. Yeah, but she uh, also gets a lot of, like, development. Yeah. Uh-huh. As, like, a person. Yeah. yeah. That's a great. There are villains in the sense that there are, like, people who are opposing 
the main Shingetsu and Mangetsu. Uh-huh. Um, but there, there, are there aren't, like, there's not, like, someone, you know, twirling their mustache going, like, ha, 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 yes. There is one girl who fucking hates Shingetsu so much that she goes completely feral every time she sees her. <laughs> I guess that's pretty much a mustache twirling villain. Yeah. It is sick that, like... 90% of her lines are yelled <laughs> are just screaming blood curdling like death threats oh, oh. yes uh huh yeah great show mhm okay we shouldn't talk about it anymore fan we could do a spoiler cast of that sometime when we need uh to fill more time before we finish something else if anyone is sitting at home going like damn they're really spending time in yuri tea time I don't we don't want to talk gonna about have Blood. much to say about Melty Blood. Uh, a monster wants to eat me, Ben. No, 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 no. Marin, your turn. My turn. Okay, one second. Let me just hit us uh, with something. We've been talking back. a lot. I, I may or may not have been loading up a torrent of Grand Belm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, legally purchasing. Grand legally Belm. purchasing the Blu ray of Grand Belm that probably <laughs> exists. Well, it is on according to the cat website, which is where Blu-ray we disc. Uh huh. If you if you don't know how to torrent and or just want, I don't know how to torrent things. That's why I do things? it. No, that's why I have Fen. <laughs> uh, I downloaded something torrent related once and looked at it and was like, I don't understand, and then I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> I simply uh, do not experience media. Valid, Yuri. Uh the the one thing on my the things that I've like seen or read that i think is like there's actually yuri mm-hmm. the o- the opposite of coward's yuri <laughs> heroes yuri <laughs> the heroes yuri uh-huh. uh black and white by, yeah i just read this by sal jiang uh fucking rules yeah um it's like there's not much of it out yet right no uh um, that's a shame yeah there's like six chapters on dynasty scans um translated into english it's getting it's been licensed for an official english translation which Ooh. i'm very excited for i think it's coming out in like june or july um but it's about give, give the, us the lowdown yeah so the way i've pitched it before is like to friends and probably in the discord mm-hmm. um it's a Yuri manga about two office lesbians who hate each other viscerally, beat each other up, and then hate fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, yeah, that's that's about right. And they keep getting they get like forced to work each work together by their bosses, and then around the point where the translation stops off, they're starting to get becoming un. Uh, like semi unwill unwilling partners in unraveling some weird corporate intrigue scheme uh-huh. that's going on, looking into some sort of corruption in the the company they work for. Or, um, and yeah, it's just, like, they've got oh. kind of like a they they are both pretending to be like nice, sweet, normal people, right? Mm-hmm. And so everyone's like, oh yeah, these two work great together. I'm sure. Yeah, they're both like so talented and smart and friendly and then they like bite the shit out of each other and throw each other around a boardroom for an hour they like the second chapter opens up with like one of the main characters i don't remember their names blonde hair and black hair Uh uh-huh uh 
their names blood. are black and white if i'm not oh, mistaken right. yeah they're, they're like, like black white river black valley or something yeah, like that yeah. is what they their the, names like yeah. translate to the kanji um but it's like one of the main characters is in the bathroom stall at work like <laughs> putting ointment on her chest covered in bite marks from uh-huh. the night before um, and it's just there's so many girl there's so many shots of these horrible girls making sickos faces uh-huh. as their like internal monologue plays about how much trying to figure out what the other one's up to and how much they hate each other. I and love it when girls hate each other. It's, it's so it's good. just good. It's so good when girls hate each other. The this is uh, I wouldn't say this is a spoiler, but like the last chapter that's been translated ends showing them both getting assigned rooms next door to each other in, like, right. the company's dorm building. And I'm so excited for there to be more of it in English. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, that's great. And there was only one bed, so they had to fight <laughs> over which one gets it. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, that's a... There's a lot of room in that concept. Mm-hmm. I like to believe that they will never like each other, but we'll get married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the vibe. Stuck yeah. together forever. Yeah. The ways they're like, the ways they're both just like awful people, but so mm-hmm. wrapped up in like trying to preserve, be like the capitalist image of a perfect worker. Uh huh. And like, always polite and respectful and nice and going over and above to achieve your job but like mm-hmm. without showing that you're putting in a ton of work yeah uh-huh. um, in the way like those that ho- those facades just like crumble and break down every time they give their internal monologues um <sighs> Girls. fascinating let's see Let's hit another one. Fen, how long have we been on your ET time now? Has it been an hour or two yet? <laughs> um, we're at one twelve recording. I think. Okay, we talked a while. We spent before. a while of, yeah. We can keep going. We can hit yeah. a couple more things. Oh, yeah. I'll do one. A Monster Wants to Eat Me by Nayakawa Sai. <laughs> Marin, have you seen this? I have not. I've never oh. heard of it. It's... Um... It's hard to say whether or not it's. I would I would call it Yuri. If a girl wants to eat another girl alive, is that Yuri? Yeah, that's Yuri. So it has the Yuri tag and not the subtext tag on. I've read all that is out, and girls aren't exactly kissing, but I would call it Yuri. So there's this girl, right? And she's depressed. Good start. You'll love to see it. Mm-hmm. Her family died in an accident a few years back, and she's never really recovered from it. She was the only survivor of that accident. And so she's a, a little bit suicidal. Mm. Not, enough, not to the point where she's willing to kill herself, but she's like, it'd be nice if I died and just didn't have to worry about it anymore. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One day, she's attacked by some kind of monster. <laughs> and... uh she does not resist this monster and it's going to kill her when a beautiful girl comes up and slaughters it in front of her with her, her bare hands. That's hot. Uh-huh. Now, it turns out that this beautiful girl is also a monster. She is a mermaid. 
And mermaids in this world are one of the most dangerous creatures to exist. Yes. And she wants to eat the girl, too. Apparently, this depressed girl is the most delicious-smelling human that she's ever seen, to the point that <laughs> monsters from miles around are coming to find her. Oh, I need to uh-huh. read this? So, this mermaid girl is like, I think that you could become even more delicious because you, your, your scent is marred by the fact that you want to die. So what I'm going to do is look after you and make you enjoy being alive again. And then I'm going to eat every last scrap of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sick. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's Yuri to me. That's Yuri. So she's like, you have to hurry up and enjoy what is begin to enjoy life again so that you can die. And <laughs> this poor girl is stuck in this wild paradox. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much that. She has like one the, the main character girl has like one friend who really, really does not like the the mermaid. No one monsters aren't really well known, you know, in this world. Mm-hmm. It's kind of uh but she like in the, her friend instinctually doesn't like the mermaid and they fight a lot and the mermaid has like used mind control powers to pre- become a student at the school and all this stuff and just kind of follows her around everywhere making sure that no other monster kills her first <laughs> it's very good oh. i'm a big fan sounds fantastic mhm mhm um i i've caught up to where it is there's it's the kind of thing where it feels like there will be a, there, it could just go on for a very long time. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, uh, are you still reading Berserk? I am working my way through Berserk, which is yeah. still not Yuri. Still but... not Yuri, but you've met uh, you've met Farney, right? Farney. Uh, Farney. I can't remember what her real name is, but Puck calls her Farney. Farnese, Lady Farnese. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The the horny one. Yeah, yeah. no, I know her. Oh yeah. Um, God. The one. I, who, this she's is so good. I guess slight but berserk spoilers. I don't know how much of a spoiler this is, but she is horny for public executions. Yeah, specifically burning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a real sadomasochistic priest kind of girl. Yeah, one of her introductory scenes is her getting horny whipping someone and then later whipping herself in penance uh-huh wow yeah she's a fascinating character i just got oh, to that God. um the arc with her and that uh the the very square-faced priest guy oh my god that, that guy his face is so fucking <laughs> unsettling uh-huh uh, uh yeah i am almost finished berserk i have like 30 chapters to go, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just... I have oh, a couple so more omnibuses to get through. And <laughs> then, uh... I received, uh... Eight of of those massive omnibus versions of Berserk as a gift from Fen for my... For Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um... So now I'm trapped into reading it in omnibus form. <laughs> those things are not cheap. <laughs> they are not cheap. <laughs> You could kill someone with one of those. You could also kill someone with one of those. Yeah, hey, it's they have you have self-defense weapons and grip uh-huh. books. I don't I don't know if I would recommend buying them, but ooh, they're beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
after I finish, I might buy like one omnibus just uh-huh. so I can have like something on my shelf. But the, this is the I also can't recommend uh buying the fate material books, but um I found them for not all of the money recently <laughs> and just leafing through them and like seeing uh seeing everything that's in there is hmm. it's just such a it's so nice to have physical copies of stuff sometimes. Uh-huh. Um yeah. like the material books in particular are like a lot of them are like, hey, here's art from the game blown up. And like, mm-hmm. it's just so pretty looking at it, like printed on a page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A luxury for certain. Yeah. yeah. But a luxury. They're, they look really pretty. I've flipped through a few of them online. Uh-huh. Like, I know nothing about, I know what none of this is, we, but it looks We've great. seen some spoilers from Hollow Ataraxia. Not really spoilers. We saw, we as, saw one spoiler. We saw some, an incredible picture of Saber. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's also very funny just seeing, like, Type Moon has moved away from sexual content in their games, and then you just <laughs> pop it open and it's like, oh yeah, there's, there's Titi. <laughs> <laughs> So, let's see. Quick check-in on Shimeji Simulation. Yeah, tell me about I had Shimeji. very mixed thoughts about it last time we talked. You I liked it a lot, but I you liked, liked Girls Last Tour a lot I, more. I, didn't, mm-hmm. I hadn't gotten as far as I've gotten at this point, and, like, I think it's good. It's very good. Uh, I still think it, it doesn't... It didn't hit for me the same way that Girls Last Tour did, just because Girls Last Tour is, like, laser-targeted at me. At <laughs> Fen. Um, the most Fen core. To the extent that I I bought all six volumes of Girls Last Tour, like, physically in Japanese, because I was like, I need an excuse to reread this. I might as well do it in Japanese. Practice Japanese on it. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, Girls Last Tour is just, if you haven't, if you've, if you have listened to this podcast and not yet read Girls Last Tour somehow, mm-hmm. please, <laughs> please read Girls Last Tour. It's do it incredible. for that. Putting my hand over my eyes, looking to the side. <laughs> Uh, I but, have it so, saved on my manga reading app, uh, but I was just too busy playing Melty Blood to read it. Oh, God. Girls' Last <laughs> Tour is a lot better than Melty Blood. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think in uh, having gotten to the end of what has been fan-translated of Shimeji Simulation, I have a much better handle on what that series is going for. Um and it is much more about like it's about connection it's it's about language um what it means to like say words what it means to talk to people how how you develop connection with others what it means to have those connections and like that is not not to say that those are things i am entirely uninterested in mm-hmm. or find boring it's just that mm-hmm. it didn't it didn't hit for me the way that like what does it mean to exist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does it mean to be alive? Uh, did uh-huh. and so um, I think yeah, it, like thirty chapters in or something. I think that's about how many have been fan, fan translated. Mm-hmm. I like it way more than I did at the beginning because it takes a little bit to like find its footing. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, which is like I maybe Girls Last Tour does too. I can't tell at this point because I know where it goes. And so even rereading those first chapters, I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. This I love all this. Uh Girls Last Tour starts strong. Yeah. I don't think that Shimeji Simulation starts weak. It's just that yeah. It's just it, a different tone. It takes it takes a little bit to like 
to to get to the point where I felt like, oh, okay, I understand what you're going for. No longer human. I also finished that. That's one of the books that was. What what is it? Uh, that Shimeji Simulation name drops. It's Nietzsche, the Bible, the Bible, and, and no longer human. No longer human. <laughs> um, which I think also helps clarify what girls last or wow, what Shimeji Simulation is going for, in terms of uh, no longer human is a book about being human and not being able to connect to other people. Mm. Uh which is yeah, I don't know. I have I have I still have mixed thoughts about No Longer Human and World End, ironically, like very, very extremely different things, uh, but also occupy the same space of like I like a lot of what you're doing, and I also just detest a lot of what you're doing. <laughs> um Yeah. Both interesting works. Marin, did you have another thing? I watched recently uh, fem- the movie. Oh God, what year is it from? I meant to look this up. Uh, the movie Fism, Fism, Female Prisoner Scorpion. Um, the full title is Female Prisoner Number Seven Hundred One Scorpion, hmm. um, which is a I think it's seventy one. Oh, uh, Japanese seventy two. Japanese movie about uh, a girl who gets gets like seduced and tricked by some cop detective guy mm-hmm. who's just like the scum of the earth into like trying he's like I need you to help me infiltrate this mafia thing but his um uh he like Part of his plan also meant, like, involved, like, fucking her over. Mm-hmm. Um, content warning for sexual assault in this movie. Mm. Um, it, which, it's generally, like, I thought it's, like, intense, but I think handled well. Like, it's very much about the way that police and... Uh, prison and the state like um, like the abuses that they inflict upon people um, <laughs> and also it's this movie is just like gay as fuck um, but like after all that the girl tries to basically tries to kill uh, the, the cop who fucked her over by running up to him outside of the police station with a kitchen knife and trying to stab him. <laughs> um, she She's played by Meiko Kaji and is just, like, hard as fuck. Uh, gets sent to prison and, like, the movie opens with a failed prison escape attempt to, like, her and someone who's not explicitly her girlfriend, but, like... You you take one look at their interactions, you're like, oh, they're fucking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, a, there's a series of like, set pieces, not set pieces, but like the tent, the social politics of the prison and like the prisoners who try and suck up to the cops and the guards to gain like stat- status within the prison. Um, and it's... 
yeah, it's like the story of her trying to find a way out of the prison again to go and exact her revenge on the ma- the mafia and uh, her shitty cop abuser. Mm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it's got a lot of that really great, like, bright red 70s movie blood that just looks like, looks super fake, but in just the best way possible. Uh Um, that, like, I want more movies to use this. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just a very, it's a very theatrical movie, like, in the staging and the way that it, like, intentionally doesn't go for realism. Um, Oh, I love that. There's also a great scene where they try and, like, uh, the prison guards are trying to get her to open up about how she escaped. Uh, so they send some cop deputy in undercover pretending to be an inmate in this prison into solitary and put her in there with her. Um, and instead of falling for the trap, uh, Mako Kaji's character, whose name I cannot remember, seduces the cop and sleeps with her and basically and must have given her just like the best head in the world because the <laughs> the next scene is like the off the deputy talking to the prison guards like send me back in just put me back in solitary i'll get it i'll get her this time I'll get her. <laughs> she's just like desperate to go back in to sleep with her again um wow yeah this movie is just fantastic hates cops hates prisons I love to hate cops. Loves girls. I also do all of these things. <laughs> yeah. It's a worldview. Yeah, fully recommend. Alright. Fen, did you have any other things that you wanted to cover? I don't think so. I mm. talked way too long about World End. I think I've forgone my right to your cover turn. or anything else. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Blue Archive, but I'll save that for next time, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of things to say about how completely deranged every single girl I've met in that game is. Hell yeah. I love deranged girl. Yeah, I love it. It's, oh, it's a gotcha game. I do really quickly want to wanna hit one thing, actually. Didn't you just forego your turn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. None of us want to talk about Melty Blood, so go ahead. Um, one sec. Let me find the name. Go ahead. Okay. I'll... Like, I'll, let me tell you about Blue Archive. Yeah. Blue Archive is a gotcha game. It's Wait, uh, Ben. What? We could save that for next time and let Marin talk about Caligula Effect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unless Marin wants to hear about Blue Archive. Um, Marin will hear about. Blue I guess Archive I will hear about Blue Archive. <laughs> That's true. Our podcast is not secret. <laughs> All right, t- tell me your thoughts on Caligula Effect. Me and Fen talked about it s- exhaustively. <laughs> yeah, I guess the listeners, the dear listener, will have will have heard about will have heard that episode. Uh, it hasn't been released yet when we're recording this, though. Uh, so go listen to it if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been kind of slowly making my way through Caligula Effect two, and just absolutely loving it great game it's great game and like one one like the combat mechanics are just incredible oh it's so fun the way they just like flow so perfectly and all 
like once you start figuring out the different characters different characters mechanics and how they combine you could just set up these incredible combos of just full full health to zero health combo an enemy i do wish the game was balanced a little bit better because you end up in the situation where enemies will kill you in one hit but also they can't touch you (laughs) and so if you turn the difficulty up then it's too hard and if you turn the Mm -hmm. difficulty down then nothing poses a challenge to you at all especially towards the end of the game but it's also just so much fun to play anyway yeah i've been like at that part where i'm like i have four four party members now in at a time Mm -hmm. and it's like okay yeah i can set up the combos to just like destroy anything that comes at me this probably could be a little more challenging but Uh also it's fucking great to watch my my crew of just gay women and then gin uh roll up and fucking kick ass just juggle those enemies for like 15 minutes and they die yeah and then oh the way it like lets any attacks you've had queued up still go through after the enemies died Uh just watch their like dead body bounce around Uh incredible um yeah and i just love all the girls oh you Uh, haven't even met nico yet huh i've met her once or twice you've seen nico i've seen nico Uh, but you haven't met nico yet no i haven't met nico yet i spoilers for well it would be spoilers uh for the podcast since it's out already nico is my favorite character Mm, I'm so excited to learn more about her. Uh, I'm, I guess, mild spoilers for Caligula Effect 2. I'm, like, the scene that my Switch is in sleep mode on is where uh, you find out that, oh god, what's her name? Emmy? Amy? Um, The, like, student council president who's, like, totally in love with your character. Um, First, first meets, um, Oh, Marie? Key. Hmm? Is that Marie? Wait, who's, a, Marie, who's the one? Marie, not Emmy. I always think uh, her name is Emmy. Uh, we we both have Marie. our things then. I always think uh, that one girl, Pandora, is named Ophelia. <laughs> and you think <laughs> Marie so is Emmy. <laughs> I think you, yours is more forgivable than mine. <laughs> there's, what it is, is there's another, there's somewhat one of the random NPCs who gives you a quest. Her name is Emmy. And for some reason, I started to get her mixed up with, just, you know, an important character. Just wait until there's another important character named Maria. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I've just been going through accruing more, some more great girls to hang out with. And then also some cop-ass motherfucker. That fucking guy. He's, He's like... So he is like his whole appearance is like this is the gayest man i've ever seen in my life and also his whole personality so far is just indecisive cop uh-huh uh-huh yeah he never really gets over that he's like the big i i would call him the big whiff in that game yeah he, you're not gonna end up liking him any more than you do now i don't think no i don't think so he has huge like I'm a middle-class cis gay man vibes. Uh-huh. He's a log cabin community. Republican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he's I think... got a great aesthetic, though. Uh-huh. He... I think there are some characters who it's like you find out what their deal is and it kind of reshapes who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and others like him who it's like, oh, no, you're exactly who I thought you were and you're incredibly boring and I I don't like you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but every other character pretty much is either pretty good or incredible. Uh-huh. What do you think yeah. of Sasara? I love Sasara. She is so... She's... One of my favorites so What a so treasure. Far. She's the best. Like a joy. Everything she says, I love that when you, like, because in the game you can text your friends when you're <laughs> bored. When you, every time you text her, she texts with a bunch of random spaces where they shouldn't be and signs each and every one of her texts. She signs her texts. Sometimes with a space in the middle of her name. It's beautiful. She's just such a wonderful soul. Her just like the moment she's introduced, or she's just like sitting in this dungeon. It's just like la di da, what's going uh-huh. on? <laughs> she's the best. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I love her, and I love yeah. Kiriko too. Oh yeah, Kiriko's great. Who who wouldn't love a girl with a katana? Yeah. Kiriko is so much fun in combat because uh-huh. she just, yeah, she's got a giant sword that she swings around. It's great. Those crits are just incredible. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, once she starts getting the skills that do bonus damage for, like, enemies with high risk or enemies uh-huh. who are downed, they'll mm-hmm. just go and do, like, half of an enemy's health bar. Uh-huh. She was oh, definitely my DPS good. up to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I only ever took her out of the party to raise bond with other characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sasara, I, I did not end up sticking with to uh, to the end, even though I love her personally. I just enjoyed her too much to give her up. I just don't think mm-hmm. that tanks are very good. I know. You're better off yeah. just with extra DPS and a healer. <laughs> it's something where, like, I... I don't feel like I don't use Sasara for tanking that much. Like, her her tank, mm-hmm. big tank ability, I never use because I always have the option with her because she can counter melee and ranged. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I would rather just use her to counter an enemy. That's her, bi- that's her big advantage at the start, is just, like, being able to... W- once more people start getting counters for melee and range you start getting more options for who to bring with you i feel like yeah yeah i have like a couple different counters but like where she can do both it makes it pretty uh useful in like group fights i found the thing was once you get further in the game enemies just do so much damage that sasara can't really take a hit even (laughs) Mm, that's the thing i feel like the defense buff of her tank attack is not enough Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you'll like use it and then she'll go from like full health to like one yeah, uh-huh. <sighs> Good game. Yeah. yeah. Fen? Yeah. Do you have your last thing now? Yeah. Uh, I just want to briefly talk about a scummy gap student with a hard life calls upon a lady of the night. <laughs> um, what? Uh, yeah, g- g- give us that slower, Fen. Enunciate more. <laughs> a scummy gap student with a hard life calls upon a lady of the night. This yes. is a manga that the title describes exactly what it is. <laughs> um, so the main character, whose name I cannot remember, um, 
is the worst girl in the world. <laughs> um, yes. I say this lovingly. Instead of studying for college exams, she played smartphone games. I ah. um, And so she didn't get into any of her colleges, despite the fact that they were, sounds like, pretty easy to get into. Um, <laughs> and so her parents are mad at her because she didn't get into college, uh, despite the fact that, like, her sister got into a really good college. And mm -hmm. they're like, how? <laughs> Also, her parents run a uh, cram school, so they're like, "You can't. This is this is terrible. You're gonna give us a bad name." Um, and so instead of studying or trying to improve herself or trying to find a job, what she does is uh, her favorite gotcha character is a fox girl, and um, in the first chapter, she ends up. Uh, stumbling onto a lesbian prostitution website and uh, sees sees a woman who looks like her favorite character and is like, oh, I'll book a I'll book a night with her. Uh, <laughs> I'd say and, that's improving yourself. <laughs> it is certainly um, yeah, she the thing that I, I want to call out about this is that it consistently doubles down on making it clear just what an awful person uh, the main <laughs> character is. Uh, so, like, her her parents are like, oh, we'll give you an allowance if you, like, go to cram school and, like, study. And she's like, oh, yes, now I will be able to hire Marilyn more often. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it, like, they very early very quickly it's like oh they have feelings for each other uh -huh. um but manages to get around that by like oh uh in the most recent chapter um minor spoilers for something that happens uh uh the main character's sister uh brings home uh her partner and introduces her partner as her boyfriend and the main character is like, "That's a girl. That's just uh, a butch. <laughs> that's a butch." Uh, and yes, uh, calls her sister and is like, "Hey, so you you know that that's a girl, right?" And her sister's like, "Please don't tell mom and dad. I'll do anything." And instead of like, "Oh yeah, like I'll be nice," what she says is, "Pay me." <laughs> um. And so, yeah, like, she's just the worst person in the world, and I love her for it. Uh-huh. That's all. The, it, I I pulled it up on, uh, what's this site called? Lelimanga.com. Uh, <laughs> the translation of the Japanese title is, I failed university exams, I am trash, and life is hard, so I tried <laughs> calling an Onesan at night. <laughs> Which is incredible. <laughs> oh god yeah that's that is an incredible title um uh -huh. yeah both of those are are very descriptive of yeah it's like uh the the um the uh sex worker that she calls turns out also works at the um <laughs> the, the cram school, school that right. she has to go to <laughs> uh and so she's like uh yeah the two of them are trying to to uh balance those two lives mm -hmm. and like both knowing about both of them um yeah it's just like fun and again if you like awful girls mm -hmm. 
the the, the other girl's just like nice, right? Huh? She's like just a nice girl. The other yeah, one, yeah, yeah. She's a little cold at the cram school, but otherwise she's just like a sweetie. Well, she's cold because she's like I. I can't appear friendly to you because um, I think it takes a while for each of them to know that the other knows mm-hmm. uh, about the the like other side of their relationship. Um, yeah, it's great. Love a love a a funny. Um, it is yeah. Also not sexy, or it's certainly sexy, but not not safe for work. Huh. I'm pretty sure. Not that wild. No. Not like not like the host of other lesbian um sex worker manga uh-huh. that uh most of which are like I don't know about excuses, but <laughs> uh basically excuses for for a different sex scene every week or every chapter. <laughs> framing device. Uh-huh. I th- I would say that that is that is selling um one sec let me find the name I have is this a different one here. from the one we're talking about yeah. yeah um oh I I would say that 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 framing is selling Asumichan is interested in lesbian brothels uh it's selling it short because like I that is that is one that I I legitimately like for the story that it's telling and the characters are great that one's real horny though that one is yeah again (laughs) it like half of every chapter is like here's plot and like cool fun characters and then the other half is and here's a sex scene (laughs) um okay have we been going on uh tea time for two hours no no oh like an hour and a half probably i'd say Okay, so that's about that's about an hour of tea time. I think that's about enough tea. Yeah. I guess. Just want to real quick <laughs> shout out a story for the evening from Kagetsu Toya, where yeah. we find out that every single one of Akia's schoolmates are f- dykes. It's the <laughs> yes. whole school, I think. The I think they're all school. they just it's it's a lesbian academy for shithead lesbians. <laughs> It, when when Soka showed up in the main plotline of Kagetsu Toya, I was like, who is this dyke? And then Shiki starts, kept saying, like, this boy. And I'm like, Shiki, clearly thought, she's a stone budge. I thought she was a... I, I totally didn't get it either. I was like, yeah, who is this boy? I just, Why like, does he know undercut, so much about Akiha? The undercut, the blue hair. I'm just like, this... Like, Shiki. That's a butch. <laughs> Shiki. Shiki isn't worldly enough to know about butches. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And like, Hanapin is like such a disaster lesbian. <laughs> She's so cute. She's so good. She's so cute. Big tall girl energy. Uh-huh. And maybe I'm just, maybe I am projecting because she kind of looks like me except has bangs. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm tall, so she must be tall. You actually played Kagetsu Toya, but not Tsukihime, right? Is that right? Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, after listening to the podcast, I was like, wow, Tsukihime sounds incredible. I want to play along with the other stuff, and that would get put off if I went back and played all of Tsukihime. Uh-huh. And then you experienced Kagetsu Toya, but yeah, at least you got some good plus- stuff out of it. I started with Plus Disc, which is much A better. A great game. <laughs> So that mm-hmm. was a good starting point. Um, I'm glad that you at least started with something that's good, because yeah. I feel like we then 
you 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 played Kagetsu Toya of your own accord, and then uh-huh. we dragged you into the mines of Melty Blood. <laughs> the Melty Mines. <laughs> the Melty Mines. I was gonna. I was probably gonna be pl- playing it anyways, and you know, getting to talk about it and also lesbians. Uh huh. Is a good plus to playing it. There are some. You you could ship characters oh, in Melty Blood. In there's some gay ships in Melty Blood. Um, is but before we girl, yeah, too far into it. Do you want to do content <laughs> warnings, Ben? Content warnings. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got. Let's see. Here we are. We got violence, careless handling of topics of mental health. Disability? Yeah. Yeah, disability. We got a little bit of suicide, incest, misogyny, and death. You know, the normal Tsukihime spices. It's pretty toned down compared to pretty much everything else, though. Yeah. It doesn't really get... Mercifully. No sex scenes. No sex scenes in this one because Type Moon is cowards and wouldn't put (laughs) a sex scene in a fighting game, which would (laughs) have... Can you imagine how like completely wild like the melty game fighting uh, the felt melty blood fighting game community would be if there was sex scenes in the original melty blood oh my god that huh i the vibe i get from like melty blood fans and fighting game community is already like oh yeah we're just we're here and we're wild (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) it would be fascinating Should we get into Melty Blood? Let's. Yeah. It's summer. Again. It's hot. Sweltering. Really hot. Ben? Uh, the first thing I thought ben. was what? The backgrounds are drawn! They're hand-drawn, they're drawn. or they're drawn drawings. They're drawn drawings, <laughs> I say, like a lunatic. That was my first note, is the backgrounds aren't pictures? Yeah, uh-huh. It makes sense. It's not... Mm-hmm. Again, that that's a change I think that would raise the level of uh, feralness of the Melty Blood fighting game community uh-huh. if they also just had photos for the backgrounds. <laughs> it's weird. Tsukihime feels a little like a game that you got off of a floppy disk from a back alley. You know what I mean? Mm. And having Melty Blood having actual hand, like drawn backgrounds reduces that vibe makes it feel more like a real game that exists and not something you found mm-hmm. yeah i think i miss the background pictures with the filter they're like they're very aesthetic incredible energy i think we're we're gonna get back there with stay night yeah the next thing stay night has pictures right? right i think so or does it not i think they might be like suki remake does not it's drawn? Yeah, it's drawn. Are they not? I think the opening cutscene definitely has at least one that is like, oh, that's a photo. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. I think they mix them in because they, like, recreate some of the backgrounds from Tsukihime. Yeah. It would be mm. really sick if they went back to those places to get those shots again. Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> Let's stop talking about better games. <laughs> Oh, bad. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Shiki's wandering around in the heat. Uh, it's been a year since the end of Tsukihime. I don't really know when the, how this lines up with Kigetsu Toya. 
even though Kagetsu Toya definitely had to have happened. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. oh, right. Yeah. Lens, Lens exists. Kagetsu Toya's, yeah. Is, yeah is this like has months like, after. Like real August energy. Yeah, like yeah. late August. Like the. It's the dog days of summer. Yeah. Uh-huh. And also, maybe something supernatural is going on. Shiki seems to be just he says something about having wandered around for like three days in the heat mm-hmm. like he's in the middle of a desert yeah and there's like oh. there's no people around and he keeps like thinking that he hears someone talking and then they disappear when he turns around it's really spooky mm-hmm. and not really yeah. matched by anything else that happens in this no, game mm-hmm. no the opening vibes are fantastic and like yeah it does such a good job of conveying just like the miserableness of like an uh-huh. aggressively hot summer day yeah maybe so, it's just the cicadas but yeah so shiki says that there are rumors about there being another killer which is very tsukihime mm-hmm. but d- there's no proof that there's been murders mm. but everyone's convinced that there's murders it's weird it's poor town uh shiki th- i personally offended that this shiki mentions all of the girls all of the main girls from tsukihime but skips fucking kohaku he does i know oh what my the God. fuck he this game does all... not like kohaku he mentions all the ways he has offended the girls recently except for uh-huh. kohaku oh that's fascinating i didn't i missed that yeah because you don't love kohaku enough apparently Damn. the kohaku lovers outnumber <laughs> You're outnumbered you know today, fan. Shiki sees a, a girl who's dressed like Jill from Resident Evil 1, uh, she... but purple. Oh, she is. Oh. Yeah, a... She is a little bit, huh? With a very huh. long braid. Uh-huh. Uh, she's got purple hair. She's got, like, I think, pale purple-gray eyes. Very military uniform-looking outfit. A beret. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, she like says something and then pretends not to see him and then walks away. And he's like, uh, oh, it's rare to see foreigners around here. And then he's like, I know two other foreigners and they are both trouble. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> um, oh, I just remembered something. Um, when Shiki's talking about how he's disappointed the girls, yes, he refers to Arcoid as the faultless Arcoid, <laughs> <laughs> which is how I'm always referring to her. It's true. She yeah. that girl has no flaws. She really is perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we cut to uh this girl's perspective pretty quickly and we get some this game is going to introduce a lot of proper nouns. Mhm. Uh she like apparently plugged something called an etherlight into uh Shiki's brain <laughs> briefly. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know what that is let's see i miss hey ben yeah real quick i miss sprites yeah we don't get full sprites we just get the little face pictures the portraits portraits are are nice but like i like i like full body sprites yeah tsukihime is interesting because i feel like a lot of visual novels do the like the dialogue box at the bottom you know i think that's that is like a more recent one it's it's a lot of uh like rpgs will do a like oh you have a model or a sprite and then you have a portrait Uh um but the dialogue box is the bottom i'm trying to think no i think um 
I haven't played a ton of visual novels, so I don't know how many of them do the like text over the whole screen thing that Tsukihime does, but I like yeah. that. It's a good vibe. Yeah. yeah. It gives you I... more space to do compositional work. Mm-hmm. How do you mean? Like, instead of limiting the text to the bottom, being able to use the whole page oh, over yeah. the background. Uh huh. Yeah. I think it also. Now I'm trying to remember. Um,. Yeah, I think it's interesting because, but it also creates a distance from between you and the characters, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, um, one second, yeah. loading up a, another game from the same era just to see. Okay, yeah, <laughs> no, okay, text this, uh, never seven, which is same era, yeah, as Skihime has text at the bottom so it's yeah, definitely like boxes. a it is a stylistic choice not yeah a thing like that was it. like oh yeah this is just the way you do it mm-hmm. so yeah. oh yeah go ahead but uh, yeah i think uh, oh sorry oh <laughs> um i like something about like them being text boxes and not like not the full not like the text on the full screen I find mm-hmm. it makes a lot of the conversation scenes really dry in this game. Yeah. Like it's a, it's very no, back and forth. Yeah. There's no like flavor text. There's no like the descriptions of how people are saying things or how like the space around them. It's very mm-hmm. telling that there are points where it breaks from the text box and like text goes over the whole screen again when we're getting more interiority for a character yeah. and those tend to be a lot better yep. than the straight back and forths. Yeah. Mystery girl uh, apparently knows everything that happened in Tsukihime. She took CL Sensei's class <laughs> and she knows the whole book. Even stuff like Shiki's mystic eyes and about him murdering Arkuid and shit like that. The music that's playing is a remix of like the mysterious piano music from Sukihime, except it has like trip hop hi hats going in the background. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Fascinating music. The I like of, some of the music a lot. The thing about the music in this game is like I think all of my favorite tracks are just remixes of Sukihime uh-huh. music. There's one track I can't quite remember. I wrote about it at some point in these notes, but it's like mostly just like radio tuning noises and like mumbling in the background and then like a bit of music starts playing and then it cuts out and goes Mm -hmm. back to mumbling that one's sick yeah when it gets like there's like cool industrial music like Mm -hmm. that and then there's also like there's this one song that sounds like it's from professor layton and the diabolical box that has like (laughs) it's got like cool strings and like they're probably an accordion or something it plays during like some of the spooky spooky scenes Mm -hmm. um and that that song is, I think, fantastic. The main stuff we get from this scene where we're in this girl's head. She's from something called Atlas. Mm-hmm. She tried to kill a vampire three years ago and failed and followed it here. And she's being hunted by the Ma- the Magi Association, which I'm going to call it the Mages Association because mm-hmm. that's what the official translation calls it from now on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering if that was the same thing. Definitely the same thing, yeah. It's also, yeah, it's, this game refers to it as Atlas Academy. Uh-huh. It's Atlas Institute. Atlas Institute, right. Mm. Now, like, it is interesting what things, I think you could have come up with a new term for true ancestors and dead apostles, mm-hmm. right? Like, those are extremely literal translations of mm-hmm. um, the the original. 
but yeah i think a lot about like what things the the official translations decide to keep from fan translations versus what things they like put their foot down and are like no actually there's a better way to translate yeah. this so this girl's body is failing her for some reason She's running out of time, and she wants to kill this vampire before something before she dies, presumably. Mm-hmm. Now, this game has roots, sort of. <laughs> yeah, oh, it, it has roots. It's got a Sonic, I would say it's Shadow the Hedgehog roots. It is Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes, that one's for that one's for Ina. <laughs> <laughs> it and just like Shadow the Hedgehog, it's the route that you're on is determined by how many cops you kill. <laughs> or how many cops Do you, you get, get killed by good end in shadow the hedgehog by killing all the cops <laughs> i don't think so i think it's i think it's bad to kill cops oh i'm not positive bad game. i never finished shadow the hedgehog canceling shadow the hedgehog for awful <laughs> politics <laughs> so i would say that this game kind of has one and a half roots and a lot of bad ends. That's yeah. kind of how I see. I it see has it. like, it has like the joke, the joke routes, which are all the ones with, like, all the ones that feature Akiha and the maids. Uh huh. And that I mean, one of them is a joke. The other ones are less so, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then like the main plot routes. Yeah, it's like there's one route with the with a kiha where it's like played pretty straight, and then there anytime the maids show up, it's treated as a joke. Yeah, yeah. which Poor I Kohaku. guess they can't fight, but like fucking Kohaku is so. <laughs> I'm starving for any good I Kohaku know. content. I know, uh-huh. I know her fate is to be a trickster and memes, but I'm so. It's so she's, disappointing. She's so much better than this. Yeah. So. One real quick, Ben. Yeah. Before we, yeah. Um, the the name of the the story mode is Hologram Summer Night on the Blood Lair, and that is just a great set of words. I, is it lair or liar? Liar. Liar. I double check. Okay, I must have I had to double check that. that. Which is incredible. Hologram Summer on its own is fucking sick. Uh-huh. There's one. There's one rote one like day that's called Hologram Summer, and then the subtitle is hologram summer yeah i so i think that the um the like title of every day was in kanji uh-huh and the subtitle it was in english was in english that's mm. great didn't in getcha nasu said he wanted to do that for its yeah uh-huh. for all the day titles <laughs> yep <laughs> i'm so glad he got to do that for this yeah. so we're gonna go down the list there's eight roots. Wait, real quick, Ben. What? Sorry. <laughs> or we're never gonna finish this game, Ben. I'm so sorry. We did get a question, and I, now's a perfect time to say we were asked before and after Melty Blood. Guess which route it follows. Uh huh. So before we play this game, Ben, what yes. did you say? I 100% said that it was after the Arcweed good ending, but all the other girls' stuff had happened in the same way that kagetsu toya is mm, yeah that was my assumption i yeah. think that that is where i was leaning was it implies true? yeah i i think we shiki is definitely not dating arcoid it's implied by sion that he is 
Yeah, he, she, she keeps he implying it, and he's like, favor. no, you misunderstand. I am not dating Arcoid. Mm. He never says that. He gets really shy and blushes about it. <laughs> okay. But the thing is, he's not dating any of these girls, because he's a harem protagonist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, he definitely... His reaction when she says that, he's definitely fucked Arcoid. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's definitely received her favor. I don't know if they're currently <laughs> dating. Yeah, I read that. I mean, like on Netflix and re- receive her favor. <laughs> <laughs> I love to receive her favor. I'm sorry. It's receive the favor of the true ancestor. Yeah, I'm sorry. What? The story of Melty Blood follows one year after Satsuki Yimizuka's non-existent route. Ha! It, that's like that's that incredible. Alive. That explains what? why she's here. Yeah, we're all owned. <laughs> There are scenes where Shiki talks as if he yeah. killed her. Uh-huh. But but she's she's here in this game, well, although only in the expansion. She's here in yeah. Which is interesting. She, and she and she's alive for no times. reason. Yeah, but yeah, the way that Shiki acts is like she's dead, and then all of a sudden she's just alive in the expansion stuff. Yeah. Uh I think that they decided that it was after the Yumizuka route when they added that expansion. To justify mm. her being there. Maybe? Yeah, the wiki doesn't have a... Um... Yeah, but it would have to be after her route. Yeah. Yeah. Have we... That makes oh. me enjoy certain things about the way that Shiki re- talks about Yumizuka worse for me. <laughs> Less interesting. Mm. I mean, like, I think... Yeah, I'm so curious what that route looks like. I, I'm sure that there's a... Also, it's a, it feels like a personal insult to Yumizuka fans to do that. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, there... This is, like, some more unre- unrelated, but have we gotten in, like, other Tsukihime games the, like, names of the 27 ancestors? You can see them in Kigetsu Toya. Oh, I think okay. all all twenty seven of them of them are in the Kagetsu Toya daily tip message daily oh, message. Oh right, yes, yeah. Um, I and I think a couple of them get name dropped in the story. At least Altruge does, right? Yeah, Altruge Wait, does. Um, is Altruge, a... yeah, dead yeah, There's a, um, a list of them shows up the like, line... in this intro scene. It shows Altruge is on there. Right. Yeah, the line of what is a dead apostle seems very blurry to me because uh-huh. one of those dead apostles is the Beast of Gaia, which is not human and not a dead apostle in any way, shape, or form. Uh huh. Hmm. There's a guy, br- just plain old Brunstead is one of them. Uh huh. Again, not the, the dark not six. a dead apostle. Yeah, the, the Dark Six. Yeah, that's six <laughs> people presumably. Too. Oh God, I remember it. <laughs> okay, okay, let's let's get yes. back to the story. Yes. We're gonna start with Route Two Agitator because Route One is the true ending and can't be reached unless you've done most of the other routes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's one joke route that you can't do until you've done the true end, but yeah, yeah, and that's really just a single joke fight at the end of a different route. Yeah, um, Fen. What's part A's name? You said you had a list of na- of the, the the part names because every there's like a bunch of parts 
They each have a number and they each have a name and they all kind of fit together. So one meeting and return parentheses enter uh-huh. or the subtitle like sub slash English titles enter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Boring. Have, There'll I be better like ones. Some of I have most of the full titles and some of the subtitles. Ah, well. yeah. It goes by fast. Yes. Very. We've, we've got a name for that girl. Her name is Sion Eltnan Sokaris. And she's being named a candidate for director of the Atlas Institute, or mm-hmm. Atlas Academy, as it's called here. Hmm. And uh, actually, her name is changing immediately. Her name is Sion Eltnan At- Adelasia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's At- here wait. to erase the sins At- of her ancestor. Atlissa. Atlissia? Atlissia. That's Atlassia? Atlassia? Atlassia, which is, like, not right. Not right. Anyway, everyone's pissed off about this. (laughs) Apparently, her family, the Eltnan family, is, like, kind of like a noble house, something like that, and people don't like it. They've fallen out of favor. Everyone's scared of her. And now that she's going to be director, everyone's scared she's going to take revenge on them, but she doesn't care. All that stuff. She's having a dream about this. She wakes up in an alleyway, it seems like. Uh-huh. Uh, and she t- says that she's from the desert, but uh, some Japanese summers are, like, humid and shitty, and even she can't handle this heat. Uh-huh. Um, and she goes to capture Shiki for some reason. Now, there's a weird, ominous skyscraper being built in the city for some reason called Shrine. Yeah. Also, it has the entrance to the Louvre in front of it. Yeah, uh, the pyramids, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I don't, like, ominous build, like, mysterious skyscrapers named Shrine is such a, like, yeah. a fighting game thing, not a Tsukihime <laughs> yeah. thing. It's very funny, is the thing. The thing is, we're never going to find out about the company. There's, this building doesn't come up except for a location for climactic fights. Yeah. I was expecting mm-hmm. the vampire, the rumored vampire, to be... To be involved. To be involved, yeah. No, he just goes there because it's tall, is the real reason. <laughs> yeah. So, we're back in Shiki's head. He's thinking about this dumb building, and then he spins around and sees Sion. And he's mm-hmm. like, hey, it's not safe out here. There's uh, stuff going on. If you're walking around out late, at late at night alone, you could get murdered. I'm not a murderer. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, you're throwing off my calculations. And she pulls out a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Please resist if you wish. My name is Sion Eltnan Atalasia. My Your freedom now belongs to me. <laughs> Normal things to say when you meet someone. <laughs> She says something about sealing him. I guess that's the like. Uh-huh. Uh you're you're messing up my calculation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna beat you up now. Yeah, yeah. So you get into mm-hmm. a fight with Sion playing a Shiki, and uh, in this route we're gonna beat her. Mm-hmm. Now you get on different routes by winning or losing certain fights. It's yeah. a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't call the combat in this this game balanced, and also I'm just not good at this style of fighting game and. Yeah, it's just awkward. Every character feels like they have the range of, like, one centimeter to get yeah. any of their attacks to connect. Yeah. Well, also, the, yeah. Heavy attacks can... have, like, a lot of range. Uh-huh. I but have no idea combo how you easily. ever land an A attack. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and the it's, computer it's rough. can, like, act from, like, 
the first frame that it begins yeah. after it says fight, which isn't entirely clear when that uh-huh. is. From I've been like sometimes after getting like grab the first second I could start yeah, uh-huh. the fight. I was like, okay, I could just spam the grab button or attack button at the start, and I'll still get grabbed first. Yep, yep, yep uh-huh. absolutely. Um, and also, I turned the difficulty down just because I had to get through this. Yeah, you know, same. and it feels like Fen. Do you know if this is true or if it just feels like it? That uh, it seems like the difficulty change just makes the characters have a lower chance to act. Yeah. So they just sort of like stand around for a long period and then they'll give, do like a 13 move combo yeah. on you, <laughs> draining half of your health bar, and then they'll just stop moving. And then yeah. as soon as you move again, they hit you again. Yeah. It, it makes them like bizarre and unpredictable. Instead of like making the difficulty say scale their damage or what moves they do, it's just like, oh, they are less likely to do moves. Uh huh. But in a way that makes yeah. them unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah, and you have to set the difficulty options every time you boot up the game. I didn't have to do that. <laughs> Neither did I. I I did. Like I said, I played. I played like the first, the the like fake for incomplete first route. Uh huh. Um, like one night, and then came back the next day. I was like, okay, I'm gonna try playing more of this. Uh huh. And was like, why am I getting stun locked to death by Akiha? Yeah, uh huh. It's because I was on normal difficulty instead of the lowest difficulty. It's fascinating. There's so many weird problems with this game. Like, there's no skip text, no skip scene button, mm-hmm. but there's like a speed it up by holding it down button. Yeah, which that, only works sometimes. Which only works sometimes. <laughs> completely unpredictably. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. I think none of these would be issues if, like, the three of us were good at fighting games. Or the the skip scenes would, but yeah. like, yeah, I I think yeah. that if we were good at fighting games, we would have fun playing I've this game. A decent number of fighting games, and I just don't like this one. I don't like the way it handles. That's fair. I think <laughs> it feels like it feels like even for the story mode, they expect you to have learned like at least a character or two uh-huh. yeah to like uh-huh. know how to do special moves and i'm like i don't want to do that to play a visual novel uh-huh yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah. i have to play it's... shiki most of the time yeah the thing is is like i liked playing as shiki yeah because i like kind of got a handle on his moveset i definitely felt despite the fact that i picked sion most often when uh-huh. i could choose yeah. uh i was definitely like better with shiki <laughs> I was I I felt like I was most comfortable with uh, Akiha still because enough yeah. of her moveset was recognizable to me from maining her in Type Lumina. Mm-hmm. So Akiha's like walking forward animation is the best. The where she like crosses uh-huh. her arms, like straight back girl boss pose, walks straight ahead, and yeah. then just a giant kick. Yeah. Uh huh. Incredible. So we beat Sion for this route. What's Part B called? Uh, we don't get there yet. Huh? Oh. Always a, there, so every... I counted it as being after okay. the, the last fight is the next part, but it doesn't show it yet. Yeah, no. Okay. The, and it's the daughter of Atlas, Sion Eltum Atlassia. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's see. Sion, it's like, oh, you only beat me because I didn't, I didn't finish reading your file, pretty much. <laughs> and then she's like, please kill me qu- cleanly while blushing. Uh-huh. Normal girls. Normal girls in Tsukihime. <laughs> uh, 
Let's see. Sh- Shigi's like, why the fuck do I only meet freak ass girls? <laughs> why are they all like this? <laughs> so they end up talking. Siona tells him that she's trying to cure vampirism. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, and then and then this is one of those moments where Yumizuka comes up. She's like, "You should understand my desire to cure vampirism because you lost someone to it." Uh-huh. And Shiki gets really weird. He's yeah. like upset looking. He's like, "Please don't don't try and talk about her." You know what I this mean? This is like, I would believe that the Yumizuka route ended with her death. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. From the way he acts. Yeah. 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 I think that the story mode does. That like the I think that um you're right when you said earlier that uh it existing after the Yumizuka route ca- is something mm-hmm. they came up with for the arcade mode because it does not work for the story mode. Yeah, yeah, because like, yeah, sure, he could be upset that she's living on the margins as a vampire or whatever, right? But mm. it just doesn't have the same vibe. He his like eyes go dark and he's he's it feels like oh this is the worst thing that's you could bring up. This is my big yeah. failure, you know, and I, it works, I guess, if she's still alive, but it just doesn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she wants Shiki to negotiate with Arkreed so that she can study her because vampires generally come from true ancestors. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she like says, he's like, why do you think that I'll be able to get Arkreed to do anything? She's, she's like, well, you're l- 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 lovers, aren't you? <laughs> And Let's see. Someone, I think Shiki at one point in this conversation calls Arkuid her highness, the fickle princess. Uh huh. She is very fickle. Not yeah. a flaw. Let's see. Yeah, so they agree to help each other. We get some information that Sion can read minds, which explains how she knows so much. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can help you find your vampire if you help me find Arkuid and talk to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's pretty much it. Uh, they exchange names, and she's like, Shiki, 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 a bunch of times while blushing. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is with this yeah. guy? Does he have, like, some kind of special musk or something that just drives <laughs> girls insane? Apparently. Musk. <laughs> I I have in my notes, I love it when a girl blushes a lot, but not when that's uh-huh. about... Well, not when she's blushing about Tono Shiki. Tono Shiki of all people. <laughs> the most average man. You know who's the only person in this, uh, the only person from Tsukihime who's shorted more than Kohaku in this game? Arihiko, who doesn't appear. Oh, I think yeah. there might be like one reference to him, maybe? Oh uh, yeah, not by name, I don't think. No, they might yeah, mention like just not here. a guy. I do think it's very funny that he's not a character and not a fighter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is he in later ones? <laughs> Like I other don't... Melty Blood games? I've not seen that, but I would believe He's it. It's not in Type Lumina. The other Melty Blood is like famous for having a huge roster of characters. But that's yeah. it's huge because they each have like half moon and full uh-huh. new moon, half moon, and full moon versions. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So let's see. There's a uh they they split up for the night and just agree to meet at the shrine building building tomorrow. We get a, a Sion dream where she's in a forest running around and there's like corpses everywhere and she's yeah. thirsty and this, this is, is cool. This is when that Professor Leighton Core song is playing. Yeah. 
Sion was with a group called the Knights of the Shield. Uh, they're apparently from the church. They sacrificed themselves so that she could escape. And uh, it's implied that she is a vampire now. <laughs> this is confirmed later. It's not a big surprise, her <laughs> running around uh, thirstily. You know what I mean? <laughs> she wakes up. Oh, we get magical circuits mentioned for the first time. Mm. Oh, is this really the first time we hear of magical circuits? Yeah, they never used... Or maybe in Kigetsu Toy? No, I don't no, think so. It didn't... Maybe I'm just remember maybe it was just that y'all talked about magical circuits in the I think so. Toyo episode but i couldn't remember if it came up when in game, i would believe he's like blood versus his cum <laughs> i would believe that it came up in kagetsu toya definitely didn't come up in tsukihime because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. in tsukihime it's willpower <laughs> yeah. they don't talk about magicals anything I see let's see uh, Sion is like, oh, alchemists from the Atlas Institute don't have good magical circuits, so they use different techniques to blah, 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 do whatever it is that Atlas people do. Well, yeah, it's like, we don't have, we don't have good magical circuits, so we have to use our big, big, big brains. Our huge, throbbing <laughs> brains. Reason and logic. Speci- Real, just to, who decided to put all the sapiosexuals together? <laughs> Oh, God. She, particularly, her family uses a technique called spirit hacking using this either either light yeah. thing. It hacks um, the soul. Yeah, which is sick. Okay. It's hard as fuck. Uh, oh, and also, we get a fascinating detail that will be expanded on later. Um, Sion can th- ha- run multiple instances of her brain at once. Yeah, Sion plural. (laughs) Yes, the Atlas Institute, as a basic prerequisite of doing anything, requires you to become plural. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) this is fascinating. This is going to yeah thought thought acceleration and thought partitioning are the main like two techniques that they use. You overclock your brain. You overclock your brain. You (laughs) multithread. And then you you overclock your brain. You can have two hundred and fifty six different uh huh thoughts running at once. In this instance, uh, the different thoughts don't have personalities, and they all work towards one goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In later instances, we will get them all wearing different outfits. Uh-huh. <laughs> one day, we'll get there. Uh, well, but also, even in this, um, I kind of... I, this section, I do love how it is um, How it is done. There are three different text boxes yeah. on screen. Uh-huh. And, like, each of them has their own train of thought. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, which makes it impossible to follow what's going on (laughs) but this is the only time they do anything interesting with the text box format yeah uh uh-huh i was Uh like i got so excited when i saw this because it was like the first route that i did i was like oh my god they're gonna do cool stuff with text boxes if only Uh, little did i know yeah, she's like running seven in- seven instances of herself at once, but each instance has a, like dozens of thought threads connected to it or uh-huh. something. There's also a Sion makes a good joke about like she's like I'm an alchemist, which basically means I'm a vampire when it comes to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she compares herself to a shut-in. <laughs> she's just a gamer. Yeah, uh-huh. 
Anyway, time passes. She meets up with Shiki. He says he can't find Arkawid. She's avoiding him, apparently. They, like, briefly wonder... She wonders if Arkawid is the vampire everyone's talking about. We get some backstory on the Mages Association. Um, It's made of three branches. Mm-hmm. We only get two of them right now. There's the... There's a clock tower, which is based in London. It's hidden inside uh, the British Museum. We don't know much about it. Powerful one? It's the biggest. Biggest, okay. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. And then in Egypt is the Atlas Institute, which is made up of alchemists, which are a subtype of mage, I guess. Mm -hmm. Which, again, they don't rely on direct magical power in the same way. I was Mm -hmm. confused about this, because it's like... She mentions London, and then it sounds like, then like, she's London, and then the pit in the desert, and I was like, London's uh-huh. a desert? There's just a big hole? What's happening? Yeah. Uh-huh. The, the Mages Association is uh, a giant labyrinth under London, so I guess it is a pit in a way, hmm. but there is a, the Atlas people hang out in Egypt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the church has kind of an uneasy alliance with the mages. Uh, and Atlas apparently is like highly militarized. Which is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Shiki's like, oh, do you know Alco? And she's like, oh, London's problem child? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to meet her. Sion responds to his thoughts sometimes, which is very funny, even though at this point he doesn't know his mind is being read constantly. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, she's like, I'm just reading your expression. It's like, how the fuck would you read Alco's name off his expression? <laughs> uh, well, let's there's see. some great, like... No, we'll get there in our kid mode. Never mind. Ciel <laughs> uh, attacks them because the church and uh, the Alice Institute both want to detain Sion. Ciel uh, is an unreasonably hard opponent every time she comes up in this. Yep. I had yes. so much trouble fighting her specifically. This is she... the other thing, is that, like... So, I tried playing on normal, and one, it's like, Sion, yeah, Ciel was the first one that I was like, I am trying my hardest. Mm-hmm. I am, like, pressing all of the buttons that I can, and I can't... It is impossible for me to win this. Uh-huh. <laughs> she has such good ranged attacks. And it's yeah, like, uh-huh. keeping you away from her. Yeah, that like one-two swing that she does, where she throws black yeah. keys at you, uh-huh. yeah. sucks. Yep. It's like if I had started playing this game earlier, I wouldn't be as frustrated with it, right? Uh-huh. Mm. But I had to get through it in like two days, and I was not having fun. Uh huh. Yeah. So let's see. To continue down this route, we get to part D by beating CL. What's to part D's name? Uh, three. Fierce heat with scattered lies. Um, and then the English title is Alice's Anxiety. Alice. Alice. Alice comes up a couple times in the subtitles. Yeah. yeah. So, CL agrees not to get in their way for now. She's going to focus on the vampire first and then come after Sion. She's uh-huh. like, wink, wink, if you were out of the country <laughs> by the time the vampire is dealt with. I wouldn't be able to catch you. Uh-huh. Um, CL is... There's a lot of good CL just being a fucking church cop-ass cop. She is a cop. This is yeah. a real cop in this. Great. Uh, Don't talk about my other wife that way. <laughs> CL? 
Ciel is... Uh, I like her when she's a good character. That's I mean, so like, rare, though, fun. She's a good character in that she sucks, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. That's good, Ciel. When she's, like, church sad, depressed church assassin, she's great. She's great, uh-huh. yeah. Or when she's tortured about her past as a uh, murdering, slandering monster. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those are both great CLs. So Shiki's like, so you're a wanted criminal? What? <laughs> and she's like, I didn't commit any crimes, objectively speaking. I've just committed some crimes, literally speaking. <laughs> if you think about it rationally. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. So basically, Atlas has a rule where you're not allowed to share anything that you learn with anyone besides yourself, especially yep. outside of the Atlas Institute. Uh-huh. And she went outside to do to continue her vampire research, apparently. And so she's guilty of like sharing information. Mm-hmm. 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 So they want to throw her in jail, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't find the vampire tonight. They go home. Uh, we get some information about how scared Shiki is of Akiha. <laughs> Fair. And, uh, yeah, it's the next day. Sion is, t- is dreaming again about the Altnam family. Oh, yeah, there's a reason why everyone's so fucking scared of her family and, like, don't like them. And it's because the of the ether light again. Which... Before, I was like, okay, it's like a weird thread that you plug into someone and you can read their thoughts, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also rewrite their memories in a completely undetectable way and control their body. Uh-huh. Yeah. That seems problematic. Yeah, uh, she Fair does have this element. plugged into Shiki, by the way. It has yeah. a range of like 5,000 meters, like a few miles or something uh-huh. like that. And mm-hmm. I have to wonder, if what if Shiki like went through a buildings and like went I'm out the so other door curious about this like can other people what happens if other people walk into it we do get uh, shiki does tr- like threaten to cut the cable at yeah. one point she's like oh it'll roast every single nerve in your body if you do that so i don't advise it uh-huh. <laughs> yeah it's a very thin cable but very strong think- which makes me feel like someone's gonna walk down the street and their head's gonna come off because yeah, they walked through it yeah. it's uh-huh. like I think she says it's like a micron thick. Yeah. A micron in diameter or something like that. It's teeny, teeny. Which, if it could connect to like a nerve filament, that makes sense. Uh-huh. So, that the ether light isn't something that Atlas technically has any rules about. Because, again, their only rule is don't go outside and don't share information. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So, stealing information from other people is fine. Mm hmm. Which is weird. So they were just ostracized from the from the polite society, basically. Hmm. Sion's like, I want to prove that my family is good, etc. Mm-hmm. She wakes up with a dry throat and like her skin is cracking from sunlight. How mm. is she in the sun? She gets. A She's a vampire. Where cracks appear on her face every now and then. Yeah, I just yeah. realized that that's like what, why the, what what that is. Uh huh. I hadn't realized that's what that sprite was. Uh huh. I thought it was veins for a while. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was like sicko's lines. <laughs> sicko's lines. Uh, an ominous note that you have here, Ben, is just Shiki is coming. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Sion, every time she looks at Shiki now, is like, mm, boys. Yeah. Boys. She's real boy crazy. Boy. Yeah. So Shiki uh, is like, hey, you're looking pretty rough. And she's like, I'm fine. Uh, what about Arkweed? He apparently left a note in her room saying that if she doesn't come to meet him in the park tonight, he's going to stop making breakfast for her. I love this. And any, that if anything could ever get Arkweed to come to see him, it would be that threat. Yeah, he gets her to apologize to Akiha uh, with the same threat. Uh-huh. Which, Arkweed apologizing for anything? Shocking. Especially to little sister. Uh-huh. Uh, Fan, where do they find Arkweed? Um, they find Arkweed on top of a pile of corpses. <laughs> it's described uh, as a mountain. <laughs> for... Hell yeah. She says a bunch of cryptic shit. Uh, no one mentions the corpse pile for a shockingly long amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shiki mentions that if he fights Ark, he could lose control like a Kiha when she's drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sion makes her pitch, uh, and Arkweed's like, it's bo- that's a boring idea, and you're not getting any blood from me. <laughs> and then she makes a spooky face, and is like, you can't turn back time, Sion. <laughs> yeah, Sion's a vampire. That sucks for her, probably. Uh-huh. Being a dead apostle-type vampire seems like it sucks, seems mostly. Bad. Yeah, I... I don't love the sun, but being able to go out into the sun sometimes is nice. Uh huh. And also, needing to find a like consistent supply of blood feels like a worry I don't have in my yeah. life. Yeah. So Sion Sion gets pissed and attacks Arkweed, which seems really ill advised. And mm-hmm. uh, beating Arkweed is how we get on to part G, Fen. Uh, you can also Dis- lose to Arkweed here, and the route doesn't change. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I did on my first time, and I was like, "Oh shit, is this? Does this not work? What's going on? Am I like not on the rope?" But I watched the video, and it's the same. If you beat Arkweed, or if you lose, fast. I think you can't get you can't get the final version of this route, yes. which is like the uh, true end. Oh right, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Four distant farewell, Stardust. Mm-hmm. Arkwood's like, oh, you're like reading the future or something, right? Well, that doesn't do shit if you can't react in time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very like, even if you win this fight, Arkwood's like, hmm, mm. I'm just kind of playing around here, huh? There are a couple of fights that you win and then a character's like, you didn't really, though. The ma- most baffling one of that for me is when everyone's like, oh, yeah, CL's unstoppable. It's like, CL is not unstoppable. She tries really hard, but she's the we- weakest person in, the- in this. Yeah, that one, we'll talk about it more when we get there, but that one is baffling to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Even if you know the bullet's path, you lack the ability to dodge it is a great line. Mm-hmm. Arcoid is yeah. being very sicko <laughs> for oh, a lot of this. There's some great Arcoid moments in this game. It's like when she's talking to Shiki, she's Ar- she's Arkwood. She's normal Arkwood. Whenever she's talking to anyone else, she's like a weird murderer. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is it's worth noting that 
NASA was credited as the lead writer uh-huh. of this. And like he had help from someone who also helped with Kagetsu Toya or worked mm. on Kagetsu Toya. Mm-hmm. Um, presumably Type Moon is big enough now that like they they both work at Type Moon rather yeah. than just, you know, the other person being a contractor. But like this isn't there's a feeling of fan fiction mm-hmm. sometimes that is like I am going mm. to play back the greatest hits of this character to you so that you know that I read the original work. <laughs> uh-huh. Um mm. and parts of this feel like that despite being written by Nasu. Mhm. Yeah. I feel like especially seeing Sion interact with the other characters, she feels kind of like a self-insert OC. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. The way that she immediately falls for Shiki. Yeah. Both, I understand what you're going for with respect to she has never talked to another person her age. Uh-huh. Let alone a boy. She's like, we've but, gotten this story in Tsukihime before. Uh-huh. Yeah. She Sion is a lot of parts of different girls put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Uh, she's like arcweed she's never talked to a boy her age before yeah. she's like cl in that she's like part of a militarized magical force mm-hmm. she's like yumizuka in that she's a str- vampire struggling not to become worse you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway arcweed reveals that the big pile of bodies is actually just trash bags that look like bodies uh bef- the lead-in to that reveal is Arcweed go Arcweed and Shiki doing the like Sonic Adventure 2 battle thing <laughs> of like oh some fake hedgehog. You're the fake hedgehog. <laughs> She's so Shiki. Why the heck did you call me and then show up with that woman? Uh-huh. Don't tell me you're actually the fake. Shiki goes, fake. Isn't that my line? <laughs> Incredible. Right, right. Fake corpses. Arcweed says something about the 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 rumored vampire not choosing a form yet. She says that she saw Shiki pile these bodies up, mm-hmm. uh, but he looked a little fake at the time. <laughs> yeah, they they skedaddle. Arcweed leaves, and Shiki's like, "I've got a lot of questions about what just happened." And Sion, who is up to this point pretending been pretending that the dead apostle has nothing to do with her, is like, "Okay, okay, I know some stuff." They're hunting a vampire named Tatari, uh, which is the Japanese word for curse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has no definite form. It seeks out situations of high anxiety and forms based on based on based on rumors. Basically, it's very very similar to how Roa works, except instead of jumping from human body to human body, it jumps from rumor to rumor. Yeah. It doesn't e- exist outside of this, like, uh, the this copy of itself that it makes. It's not even... Yeah. The thing is, is that, like, Roa does things intentionally, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Roa has to set up the next body that he jumps to. Sort of. He can kind he of, does like... jump randomly, if not. Like, jumping to uh, other Shiki was a weird one, mm-hmm. right? Or was it CL? It was CL. CL, yeah. Um, was a weird one, but in general, uh, he has enough willpower to choose his next victim. Yeah. Uh, whereas, but he still he always exists. Yeah. There's always a Roa somewhere. Uh huh. Tatari, did we get this here, 
or is this way later? Tatari doesn't exist in a real sense yeah. most of the time. Well, yeah, we get uh, some interesting stuff like Shiki can't kill him because yeah. Shiki can't kill words. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the limit of Shiki's ability. It's mm-hmm. like a fascinating ontological thing uh-huh. about like the ways in which Tatari does and doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. Like when they take form and they're like, even if they're not the person that you know if they take their form like if they're not the arcoid mm-hmm. that you know they're still arcoid yeah mm-hmm. 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 it's fascinating so basically it builds up like a pressure of rumor in a in a place it starts to like hang over it like a fog you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then once it reaches the height of hysteria it forms a reality marble over that space and kills everyone in town, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. What's a reality marble? Have we talked about reality marbles? Arkwee used one so. in Tsukime, didn't she? She has a marble phantasm. Oh. And there's a difference between oh, these two different. things. Okay. I believe... Okay, okay. A reality marble is something with a definite form that... a very powerful dead apostle or some other p- categories of people can impose upon the world. They ch- they like cover up the real texture of the world with something from inside their heart, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tatari's is weird because it doesn't have a definite form. It is it is whatever rumor he's currently recreating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Arkweed's marble phantasm simply changes the world into whatever form she wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like a. It's much much stronger, and she can manufacture whatever she feels like. Mm-hmm. Is basically the vibe mm-hmm. I've gotten. She can make things out of thin air. Yeah, which is cool. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Hmm. So let's see. Even uh, Tatares lasts for one night. One like really horrible night. So it's possible for people to survive the night, mm-hmm. uh, but it's unlikely. It's a big city, so in this case, some people would probably live. Mm-hmm. Usually hit small towns. So have we gotten the name of the Tsukihime town before this game? No. 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 It's... What? Is, did they reveal it here or did they say it later? You can say it now. Um, oh, God. Misaki Town? Misaki Town, yeah. Fun fact... That is not the name of the city in the Tsukihime remake. It's a oh. it's a district of Tokyo in the Tsukihime remake. Huh. Huh. Fascinating. Um, we have, wow, on, interesting change. On Wikipedia, the disambiguation, um, there's like two cities that don't exist anymore that used to be called Misaki. There are three cities in Japan or towns called Misaki. And then they mm-hmm. also have a page for Misaki Town, the fictional city in the Tsukihime game. <laughs> uh-huh. Huh. Well, they don't have a page for it, but they mentioned it. <laughs> it's, um... So Shiki's like, okay, so whatever people are worried about, whatever monster people are worried about becomes real. I better not think about chaos too hard because I'm apparently got a phobia of chaos, <laughs> which is interesting. <laughs> Shiki, mm-hmm. you dumbass. <laughs> they go to a construction site. Okay, yeah, this is more Yumizuka stuff. In this continuity yumizuka died at a construction site instead of murder alley it seems oh mm-hmm. uh and shiki starts to become overwhelmed with sadness about yumizuka uh mm-hmm. to the point where 
Sion is getting nauseous from, like, the contact misery. But she's fine, apparently. <laughs> Wait. No, Sion gets nauseous because Cheeky's imagining blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's he, still thinking about Yumizuka. Yeah. And, so like, much the, her... like, I failed to protect someone here. Yeah. Okay. You're you're right about the blood thing. It yes. is about the blood. That's yeah. why she gets sick. Yeah. But she's still he's still thinking about Yumizuka. Yeah, right. No. Okay. I am a little lost. Where are we? Um I gotta number these or something. She yeah. collapses um from uh, like thinking about the blood. We're about to be on part L. Oh, okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Farther than um then we missed what oh yeah there's a great moment where shiki's like where sion's like why do you trust me um there's a lot of things i haven't told you and shiki's like i can just ask if i don't understand anything right and uh-huh. and sion's like uh, um sure <laughs> i will definitely answer all of your questions <laughs> um but also i like i like the like Shiki clearly cannot talk about his feelings. Uh-huh. But Sion can just like read them and like react accordingly, mm-hmm. which is is a fun fun dynamic, even if it's not used very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Sion's not feeling good cuz all the thinking about blood, getting mad about blood. Which I also love this as a like, oh, Shiki is imagining blood vividly enough that Sion is getting drunk off of. Yeah, that's the, a great line. The, like, idea of it. Mm. He takes her to the park that's and lays her on a bench. Yeah. <laughs> and he's too much of a coward to bring her back to the mansion. So he's like, I guess I'll just wait here till she feels better. And then Chaos shows up talking shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chaos is like, I know I'm fake. But that isn't going to stop me from fucking shit up. Chaos's neck is so long. <laughs> Chaos's whole vibe is so rancid. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, his energy. I don't like to look at him. I don't like to look. This game really, really made it clear to me that uh, Chaos is a flasher in a way oh, that I wasn't oh fully God. aware of before. Oh uh, I hadn't really processed that. But he's not wearing pants under there. Oh and he, God. like, holds his coat open to, like, summon beasts from his crotch region. I think he's just, like, a beast void. Uh-huh, yeah, it's just, like, you know, the the, the trench coat thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just very much the vibe, and it sucks. Oh. I like chaos, but that oh, sucks. I know that's not how you pronounce his name, but I always read it as It's very funny, yes. It's very funny. So, Shiki has to fight chaos, and... If you beat Chaos here, you're supposed to go on to part K, but that's the true end, so to speak. Yeah. So we, we ended up, I ended up in part L. This yeah, confused me a lot. Five. Lord of Lies. Uh, agitator. Mm-hmm. One more thing about yeah. uh, jumping back a little. It's fun that Shiki and Sion have exactly the same relationship to blood despite coming from polar opposite places mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of like Sion's so hungry mm-hmm. and Shiki just really hates blood and it ends up that they both like have a visceral aversion to it but mm-hmm. yeah so chaos fades away there's some stuff about Sion thinks that like 
Shiki might actually be able to kill concepts beyond human comprehension, which mm-hmm. is fun. <laughs> and she's like, great job. You killed Tatari. Uh, don't have to worry about it anymore. Uh, bye. And Shiki's <laughs> like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says that Ark doesn't want to help her, and she wants to leave. Uh, she's going to leave, but she like doesn't really want to because she's horny for Shiki. Yeah, God. She's like, I've never experienced feelings for someone before. I've never <laughs> experienced this horny emotion. <laughs> but I've. this isn't rational. Uh, but confronted with the sheer beauty of Tonoshiki. <laughs> Tonoshiki, <laughs> the world's most beautiful man. <laughs> she pulls the ether light from him and uh, she feels better because <laughs> she's not imagining blood through Shiki anymore. Hmm. And uh, let's see. Mm, some time passes. She's thinking about blood still. Body's failing her. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. So so we get some interesting stuff where she's like, well, I'm an alchemist, and I don't really under like get ethics, so I can't necessarily say that what vampires do is wrong killing Mm -hmm. people but like i just i think it's bad vibes and personally i don't Mm. want to do it now obviously tatari is not actually dead this is the night of the full moon he's really gonna rise tonight and she was just trying to get shiki out of the way so he didn't wasn't in danger Mm -hmm. yeah uh apparently she knew the whole time when he was gonna show up and that it was gonna be at the shrine building yeah uh shiki finds her there (laughs) because he was not fooled Mm mm-hmm they end up taking the elevator to the roof together. The uh, this is elevator. The longest elevator ride ever, and this would be where the sex scene happened. <laughs> I call it in my notes the exposition elevator. Uh-huh. It just goes on. Uh, she ex- gives us a lot of lore about t- what Tatari is like. Uh, hey, Fen, have you ever heard about a dead apostle that's an exception to how other dead apostles work? Because Tatari is no, one of never. them. <laughs> Have you ever heard about Vlad Tepes? Yeah, another... We get a lot of names for Tatari. It's also called the Knight of Wallachia. Yeah. Uh, because that's where uh, Vlad, Dracula is from. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's a first manifestation was as Vlad Tepes, like, returned mm-hmm. to life to kill people, mm-hmm. apparently. That's where it gets the nickname from. Oh, I thought he was inspired by Daddy Drac. I thought he like looked up to him or something. Was like, this is how no. I myself. Okay. It was, I think just the text. very first. I think the rumor about Vlad being a vampire was so strong that that's just where he showed up first as uh... as Tatari. Uh, we also get that his name, his real original name was Zepia Eltnan Oberon. And he's an ancestor of Sion's. Mm-hmm. From 500 years ago, though. Mm. He was apparently trying to achieve or become something called the Sixth. Yeah, is this the Dark Six? No. No? Something else? He's trying to become the Sixth Sorcerer after Alco is the Fifth. Uh, okay. Is that true? Yes. Okay. The wiki... 
makes it sound like it is unknown what is meant by the sixth. He's a hundred percent talking about that. They they talk about the five sorcerers. You know what I mean? Do they? Do yeah, they? yeah. That comes up with Alco in I think in the story mode. You mean arcade? Yeah, or in the arcade in mode. Oh. Yeah, story mode. Okay. Yeah, there are and some arcade like modes, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but like the, the fact that Alco is the fifth sorcerer, yeah. and there's five magics, and the sixth hasn't yeah. been ach- accomplished yet, mm-hmm. he's a, that's a hundred percent what he's trying to do. I yeah, what I just, that means isn't really established until much later. There's a lot of like, um, like yeah, she says he he was able to rewrite the system, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. at the very beginning, there's like you know a a screen that shows up that says program error number six Uh uh-huh six clearly a number of importance but i think the sixth magic makes the most sense yeah that's what it seems like to um, me because he was an alchemist you know yeah and he was working towards that he his goal wasn't to become the rumor monster tatari that's just something he did to survive Uh uh-huh mm-hmm uh let's see uh he drinks all of the liquid in a human body until nothing but skin remains hmm that's a detail we get mm. bones are every liquid. drop uh let's see Ugh, we have to i have to get moving on this <laughs> they show up at the at the roof. There's like a weird dark egg that Tatari is hatching from or whatever. Yeah. Uh Sion says that Shiki can't kill words, so he can't kill uh Tatari in this form. And she's like, but Arcweed could. So Arcweed can kill words, <laughs> I guess. I think it's that Arcweed can impose Arcweed can use her marble phantasm to warp reality. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Shiki can only kill what exists. Yeah. He can't, like, force Tatari to, like, materialize, basically. Uh, Tatari appears as Arcoid. Um, let's see. Uh, there's some stuff about, uh, a woman named Reese Bafe, who was yeah. one of the knights who Sion's sacrificed herself. She owns ex-girlfriend. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good vibe. <laughs> There's something in a later wrote that about her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. They they were they sure were together. Yeah. Uh Shiki has this brilliant idea of like, wait, if you're based on rumors and you become what people like are talking about, couldn't you become something good? And he's he's like, Yeah, totally. I could absolutely become good things. I do it all the time. But like Sion's like, oh yeah, you like give a village a good harvest by killing all of them and turning them into fertilizer, asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just like the most edgy fucking guy in the world. It's uh-huh, so uh-huh. Did we... Yeah, that's fine. Hmm? My favorite bit of Tatari, and I don't remember if we said this or not, is that like, yeah, he doesn't exist and his soul coalesces, like little bits of him exist everywhere. Uh-huh. But you can't they don't exist as Tatari. Mm-hmm. And then a rumor happens and they all coalesce into a whole yeah. based on the rumor. Which is like, oh, that's a cool It's cool. Yeah. He is kinda like a, a spin off Roa in a lot yeah. of ways. Uh-huh. But... but is like 
clearly at least partially intentional yeah of like <laughs> oh yeah the ways roa and tatari are similar but different in key ways mm-hmm. uh fake arcoid she's referred to as warcoid in uh-huh. the fighting game community oh my god or wark because it's wallachia mm. arcoid yeah also wallachia gets trans gets romanized as warakia and i'm like wallachia is just a place in the world <laughs> uh-huh um she like summons the millennium castle which is a lot uglier looking than the like cool dark grim versions yeah. that we've seen it's like uh-huh. it looks like you know what it looks like a paradise killer location so yeah. that made me like it more <laughs> just yeah. my thought right there it uh-huh. has that energy and so she summons the millennium castle so that she can like use her full power etc gotta beat her there's no root split here if you lose mm-hmm. you just gotta start over and uh we get ending one for uh well this is ending two technically right because it's agitator not yeah it the endings are i think in the in a guide that came with the path yeah are purely numbered based on like where they are in the on the screen yeah yeah like, that makes sense it's ending two because it's the second one from the top yeah Despite the fact that I guess they are also ordered in the the menu mm-hmm. when you go into all options menu, it shows you which things you've. Mm. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. yeah, the videos and like the rope guide that I found have it labeled like this. The one we're talking about is route one, and like the true mm-hmm. end is route seven. Uh, yeah, you can't do it until you do the other six. That makes uh, sense too. Yeah, it's it's weird. So. Uh, Warkweed starts fading away. We see, like, we briefly see a blonde dude in the sprite thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some fancy um, twink. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, Misaki Town is safe from Tatari. He's gonna fade away, but he's not actually dead. He'll just pop up somewhere else in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, about a thousand years from now, he's gonna become really actually vulnerable again, but we have no reason, no idea why. I missed that bit. Uh huh. It'll come up again when we do this, the first route. Sion is like, well, I'm going to go fight Wallachia when he shows up again. Mm. Uh, she says something about Shiki being her first friend, etc. Uh, blushes a bunch. Uh, I'm not, I wasn't really clear on why Sion wasn't dying. <laughs> like, Wallachia even was like, you're going to die if I don't, if you kill me. Yeah, this uh, was fine. Yeah. And she was also like a couple days ago, she was like, Well, my body has almost no time left. And now she's okay again, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Uh I realized in this moment that like every single girl who's ever met Shiki is horny for him except for Soka. There's instantly <laughs> horny for him. Thankfully, except Soka for Soka. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> The rest of them are just bisexual. <laughs> I feel like there's like... Not just, simply. Shiki sexual. There's a difference between Sion here and I feel like most of the other girls who at least had an experience with Shiki that was like, oh yeah, he was really nice to me. Sion like got beat up by him and then I guess he tagged around with her yeah, for a while. Yeah, that's nice. Like, it's just... There's just not enough time for them yeah. to develop no. anything. 
And also, we don't get any of Shiki's interiority. Like, yeah. we get some of hers, but, like, he's so distant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He also has yeah. five girlfriends. Uh-huh. Six, if Yubizuka is still alive. These routes are, like, they're su- simultaneously not fleshed out enough for character work and also way too long. Yeah. Uh-huh. So let's get on to the next route. Yeah. The next route three. Faster. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. A lot of these uh, reveals we... happen in every route. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same until you get to the CL fight and you have to get your ass kicked. What's part E, Fan? Cry oh. out, you flies, or Alice's insanity. Um, Who's Alice? <laughs> no one, idea. Yeah. One cursed thing that happens after you lose to CL, or this, oh wait, never mind. I think I, in my notes, I wrote down the splits when the title screen pops up. Um, mm-hmm. So, but you have it like right after the fights. Yeah. So I think it could still count. Oh. Okay, I just got confused. Mm-hmm. I have it after the fights because that's where it diverges and just made yeah. more sense for my notes. Yeah. yeah, that's how like videos that I watched were broken up because, dear listener, I <laughs> gave up playing this game and just watched it. Had a much better time. Uh-huh. So CL beats them and is like, all right, I'm taking Sion. And Sion's like, I'm going to roast Shiki's brain like a pumpkin if you try and do anything. <laughs> she like plays her hand about the ether light thing. It's great when a boy is damseled. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Seal's like, I guess I'm not really surprised by this. Shiki, this is your fault. Deal with it. <laughs> well, it is go- probably good policy to stay in the good graces of the one who could fry your brain, Tonokun. Seal <laughs> makes some Shiki. bold claims about being able to heal Shiki if his brain is roasted. I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> it feels like Nasu sat down after Tsukihime and Kagesutoya and was like... Seal's really low on these power rankings. What if I just, like, said with no evidence to back it up that she was a real badass <laughs> over and over again? Um, Shiki, so Seal leaves. Shiki confronts her about the, the either light or whatever. Mm. Um, there's an incredibly funny sprite where she she's looking surprised and Shiki's hand is just intruding upon her portrait to that's push, push his finger that's what I was gonna to mention. her lips. His finger looks so upsetting. It's so long and it's so straight. <laughs> it's just v- viscerally bad to look at. I did not even process You didn't that. notice that? Yeah, yeah. Shiki's hand's just yeah. in her portrait. She, like, That's gasps, very funny. And then there's just this awful hand touching her lips. Uh, let's see. They He's like, I'm not jazzed about this, but whatever. Uh, Shiki has another dream about sh- about Shiki. Sorry, Sion. Sion's the one dreaming this time. <laughs> has a dream about Shiki... And about how bad she fucked up. She wakes up. She thinks about Shiki's big strong hands. His gender. Hands. His big yaoi hands. Wait. Sion's dream is about um Well Being a big fuck up. And the interesting thing is that the Eltnam name was tarnished because her grandparent uh also shared his research with someone else yeah so she did exactly the same thing that he did but also she blames zepia who is 500 years old and not her grandpa so later yeah zepia an ancestor 
I think Sepia's like the the original sin of the Eltnum family. And then it's um, fucked up in different ways later. She also says that she's like, I shared my information with others just as my grandfather did and just as my mm-hmm. father did. So mm-hmm. that's like mm-hmm. a grand tradition in the Altnam family is being normal and sharing information. So once again, they meet up with Arcoid finally, but this is a different Arcoid. Mm-hmm. She says something about having trapped five or six people and had a little fun with them and something about petting them uh, and them dying. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a little different. Love this Arcoid. This is not real Arcoid. Yeah. This is a, a Chitauri Arcoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. They get into a fight. To get to part H, you have to win. Uh, what's part, J- part H's title? Uh, four. If name at night. Oh, sorry. No, I got yeah. excited if, about saying the title. No, you can go ahead. If you call that name at night, around and alone. It's good. What's yeah. the subtitle? It's cute. Around and alone's the subtitle. Oh, uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, fake Arcoid vanishes. Shiki runs to help Sion. Uh, she was not doing good because Tatari was using his vampire parent influence on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he has way more power over her than um, he did last route. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. weird. This route also confirms my theory that, like, this is Yumi... Uh, other Shiki would have had power over Yumizuka. Why doesn't Arcoid have power over Roa? That's a good question. That's the part that just doesn't make any sense to me. Why is Roa special in that way? Yeah. Mm. I think it's be. My guess is it's because, like, he kind of attaches himself slash merges with other souls. But he wasn't like that at first. Mm. He had to become a dead apostle first. Roa's just a Chad. Yeah, that's that's the thing. And like he became a dead apostle and then and then Arcoid chained herself up in the castle. I just I just don't get it. Okay, so Shiki figures out that she's a vampire, I guess, in this route earlier. Mm-hmm. 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 Takes uh, oh, time. and she asks she she asks Shiki to kill her if she turns. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, well, she's I'll try. Famously bad at killing people who ask him to. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut to the next day. Uh, she wakes up and like wanders around hallucinating, I guess. She like sees a bunch of scenes of Shiki that we don't get except in other routes, which is weird. Was this... I was confused about this. Was this her remembering scenes? Or was it her, like, imagining Shiki was there with her? My gut... I think the thing is that, like, the scene where he comments on her outfit getting them arrested or whatever just did happen. We just don't see it, right? That's true. Mm -hmm. And she's just remembering, like, moments with him. Yeah. Um, And then Chaos attacks her in Murder Alley. And she loses consciousness, even if you beat him. Hmm. I um, lost that fight. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then Shiki shows up to save her, but she's in such a haze that she doesn't know that it's real. 
So mm-hmm. to get to part M, you have to beat Chaos twice in both those fights. Yeah, I did you not can... beat him once. Do you? In either fight. Or do you have to lose? You, can you lose the first fight? You can yeah. lose the first uh, fight. Uh, Shiki still comes, shows up. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. I did not beat him with Shiki. Uh, you this die is and the Chaos crushes your skull. Nice. Oh. It like, I, specifically yeah. says huh. that. Um, this is the part where I was like, oh, I just suck against ranged characters. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. What's part M's title? Uh, five, if the sight dawns, goodbye. So, Chaos gets beat, Tatari glitches out, Sion says something about, her. thinks something about being a girly damsel in distress saved by a dashing hero, and she thinks she's dreaming. She wakes up in an alley, although she says she wakes up in bed, but the picture is an alley, and I don't think she has a bed. Mm-hmm. Shiki just left her outside, I guess. <laughs> and she's like, oh, Tatari must have let me live, because obviously Shiki wouldn't come to my rescue. <laughs> um, She heads to Shrine, and Shiki shows up and is like, no, of course I came. What the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, right, I didn't remove the ither light in this route yet. Let me take it out. You can go ahead. And he's like, can you just shut the fuck up and let me help you? <laughs> uh, she says that he can't, you can't beat Shiki in an argument because he's too stupid to understand what the argument is actually about. <laughs> Himbo Shiki. That's a good bit. Um, yeah, and he's like, I don't care if you're a vampire knight or not as long as you're not killing people. Uh, they go in the elevator. Uh, Apparently, they get into the fight with uh, fake Arcoid again, with Warcoid again. And she's like, I could just activate Sion's vampire side if I wanted to, but I'm not going to, etc., etc. Uh, they get into a fight. Oh, also the elevator, much shorter this time. Sion's been resisting the vampire transformation with sheer willpower up to this point, right? Mm-hmm. But she's so horny for Shiki that it's distracting her. <laughs> and so she turns into a vampire because she wants to eat Shiki. God, so many girls... Girls always want to eat Shiki's blood, slash... Uh-huh. I think I read that very differently. Oh, yeah? It's that she never understood what it was to want something. Uh-huh. So she could ignore the desire for blood mm-hmm. because it was just like her brain didn't process that as a like wanting something wasn't something that her brain was used to. Uh-huh. It's a more artful way of getting at the same idea, right? She's, well, I mean, like, she's there's... into Shiki, so she loses her ability to resist becoming a vampire. Yeah, there's just mm. there is a difference between um, she's distracted and therefore. Yeah, that's fair. Um she ends up falling versus like oh i didn't understand what it was to like desire things for myself mm-hmm. and now that i do i can't yeah withstand this that's better i like that the ending of this well you know go ahead man just say it really does come across like she's just really horny for shiki's blood <laughs> but uh-huh. yeah <laughs> i like your your read better <laughs> After beating Sion, Sion's like, just kill me then. Go ahead. And he's like, I can't kill another crying girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She starts to mention Yumizuka and he, yeah, he cuts her off and says something about Yumizuka crossing the line by drinking human blood. Mm. Hmm. 
Which, again, makes it sound like Yumizuka's fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe at the end of the Yumizuka route, Shiki thinks that she's dead, and really she's just hanging out in town. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, let's see. So, yeah, she basically just goes back to how she was before. She stops being a vampire. As long as she doesn't drink blood, I guess, she won't fully transform. I guess. Yeah. There's this, like, really great, like, this great, really great and very gay energy to this scene where they're just, like, fighting each other again and again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he's just like... Oh, yeah, until keeps, she's fully satisfied. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, you keep getting getting up i'll keep fighting you until you calm down until you like go mm-hmm. back to not being in blood hardy mode i was like this is gay. Uh-huh. until you exhaust your heat gauge <laughs> so apparently in this ending tatari she absorbed tatari kind of like a kiha in the kohaku route she's like yeah he's gone but i'm gonna keep researching how to cure vampirism mm-hmm uh, she also says she's trying to figure out how to ingest blood without worsening her condition, which might help a Kiha too, who canonically needs blood in this still. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she goes on to find a new purpose in life beyond Tatari. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Route four, hologram summer. Hell the yeah. same. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same all the way up to... Um... Wait, Route 4 you immediately lose. Uh, oh, it's like the, the, I guess part the A is the, same. Is the right. same. Yeah. Intro scene is the same. You lose to Sion. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. Is like I have a paragraph of notes and then the break is the thing uh-huh. that is screwing yeah, me with that's, my notes. Yeah, that's how my notes are formatted as well. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. When I, watched the, when I started watching videos, they had the same breaks as you do. Uh-huh. So the the alchemist of Atlas, extra alchemist. Uh-huh. Part C. As opposed to uh the daughter of Atlas, mm-hmm. Sion El- um, Atlasia. She uh, her tone with Shiki is a lot when she beats him is a lot more like, I am going to uh roast your brain if you don't do what I say. I'm in charge here. And he's like, Hey, you know, I would probably have just asked you if you or helped you if you asked. She's like, Well, fuck i'm still gonna act tough (laughs) we get this fascinating detail that she's able to read minds or at least subjects and verbs minus conjunctions yeah Uh uh-huh which is very funny wild uh let's see she says that she wants to study arcweed's blood body and fluids Hmm. (laughs) thinking emoji uh let's see yeah there's another like yumizuka name drop and shiki gets really upset about it Mm -hmm. again i don't understand what do you what do you not understand ben how he can act this way as if she's dead but she's just fine and down the street hanging out Right, yeah, I guess the arcade mode does imply that she is, yeah. Just hanging out. It's weird. 
Uh, we get more information about how the Atlas brain tricks work, et cetera, et cetera. Like really granular, granular stuff about exactly how many brain room threads you can create. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so I'm, I'm sorry, I got distracted. You have here in the notes, Arcoid Gamer Girl Bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> I leave things as uh, little prizes for Fen to oh, discover oh, in the geez. notes as we go through, <laughs> even if I'm not going to say them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let's see. I'm going to skip through a bunch of this. Yeah. Oh, we do get an important thing about Atlas. Apparently... The people of Atlas are building elaborate weapons with no intention of using them or yeah. give, like letting them be used. Uh-huh. Yeah, they this, were like, this can... we suck at magic, so let's just become sapiosexual weapon designers. Yeah, but not use the weapons. No. And not let anyone else use the weapons. Yeah. Weird. Is it later? It's somewhere on this route where it's like, oh... Because Atlas are alchemists, and because their entire thing is predicting the future, mm-hmm. they realize that the end is coming. Mm-hmm. And so they are they know that they can't avert the end. Yeah. But they sure are going to try. This is fascinating because this that comes up with um, uh, Zepia. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like part of his motivation for why he does everything that he does. And it seemed like they were framing it as the end that they're talking about that alchemists foresee is their own death. Mm -hmm. But I think it's bigger than that, or at least later on, it's going to be bigger than that. It certainly sounds like they are predicting the end of the world. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. Well, if you look too far into the future, that's what you're going to (laughs) see. Anyway, they find a Kiha being sketchy and having red hair a little bit. Uh, Shiki doesn't want to fight a Kiha and Sion's like, well, Gonna use the old puppet your body trick to make you fight her. He like calls her he calls her an idiot for trying to make him do this, and she's like, wonderful. Thanks to your insults, I do not feel guilty. Thank you for your help, Shiki. <laughs> uh fighting Akiha get beat her to get to part E. Oh no, lose to her yeah. to get to part E. What's part E? Uh, the battling ladies, battle princess. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, apparently Shiki held back a lot, uh, so that he could lose, uh, and both Sion C- yells at him for holding back, and Akiha yells at him for holding back. Uh-huh, it's great. <laughs> uh, this is fun, because Akiha and Sion instantly and immediately bond with each other as besties. Oh, they just ben? instantly become friends. Uh huh. They do instantly become friends because Sion is like, "Hey, so you want the ability to control all of Shiki's actions? Here, I got you." Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. She's like explaining the ether light, and Akiha's like taking notes. Uh, but also, they just kind of gel. You know, they just kind of get along. <laughs> yeah. This is the like again though. Every, I really wish that it wasn't the case. That uh, the way to get Akiha to bond with you is to give her away to, in this case, extremely non-consensually <laughs> get into Shiki's pants. Mm-hmm. But Fen, remember, Tono Akiha is a queen when it comes to getting results. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. What a line. Incredible oh. line. 
Hmm. This is really this is a route for girl bosses. Yeah, this is a girl yeah. boss. I say route. that after after Sion beats Shiki, uh, she's like, because I defeated you, I have the right to use you. <laughs> right. <laughs> we get the information that like there are three main rumors spreading in this town that are that are that are candidates for Tatari to become. Mm-hmm. There's the blonde vampire, because Arkwe just kind of gallivants around. People are suspicious of her. There's the 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 killer with the knife, which is Shiki, Nani Ashiki. Yeah. And there's the red haired girl, Akiha, who in in this continuity has attacked a number of people <laughs> while working out her trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not as many as the others, but you know. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. Akiha has Sion remove the ether light. Uh CL shows up. I have somewhere in here. In the, I don't remember exactly where this happens, uh, mm-hmm. but somewhere after the Akia fight, before CL shows up, I have or maybe it's before the the before the Akiha fight where Akiha mm-hmm. I have Akiha is putting Shiki in horny jail, <laughs> and Tono Shiki calls himself the God of Older Brothers, which is loaded. God. Uh, I like this part where CL and Akiha are standing off, and she's like, uh, uh, CL is like, I have to arrest Sion, don't get in my way. And Akiha's like, is that all? You made a big speech, but that's all you want to do? I have to remember that you've not progressed at all. In the end, you're just a dog, dog of the church. The church. Hell yeah. Fuck get her up, ass. Akiha. The queen of getting results. Yeah, <laughs> Akiha's also like, I'm pretty sure you should have a more nuanced view on morality, given that you were a monster and killed more people than all of us combined. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Akiha, when Akiha joins the gang, fantastic. It's a great vibe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta beat CL here. Part H, what's part H? Uh, the one named Chaos, Sin, you are guilty. This here, CL claims that she was going to win that fight if it continued. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. makes no sense to me. Against Sion, Shiki, and Akiha? I think there's a line either in this route or another one uh, a little later that it's like, oh, okay, they all have to hold back. Uh-huh. Because otherwise CL is just going to die. They don't actually <laughs> want to kill her. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, also, this but it is a very funny. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, why, why are they all so afraid of CL? This game is so inconsistent about like a power levels. Uh huh. This feels like such a fucking cinema sins ass thing to complain, to complain about. about. But they're just like, it's just the way. In like one scene, they'll be like, "Oh, no one will stand a chance to a key up." No one will stand a chance with a Kia if she go if she lets loose. Another one's like, if C with against the Senpai, even a Kia, it will be in trouble. I'm like, uh huh. Which is it? I mean, obviously it's a Kia. Uh huh. Yeah, a Kia is extreme. I do not believe that CL could beat a Kia in a fight. No, no. A Kia's only power is to throw knives at people. A Kia vaporizes people with her brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. from a hundred paces. Mm-hmm. Akiha, the sicko's Akiha sprite, her like vermilion mode or whatever it's called. Uh-huh. In 
the character select screen is incredible, where she's like got the blood dripping out of her mouth, uh-huh. and like her fingertips oh, are just covered great. in blood. That's There's scary. a lot of girls covered in blood in this game, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Did you ever see the see Yumizuka's uh, victory sprite? Oh, the one where she's like her mouth open and she has blood on her fingers. Yeah, she's like licking blood off her fingers yeah. and her sprite. Yeah. That's one of the arcade modes I was able to find videos of. Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. I think they, what do they do? They run away or something from CL? Or, no, I think CL agrees to leave them alone, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the thing? Where, where is it in this that they talk about, um, fucking, they talk about, uh, Shikiroa? It's insane. There's the it's line from Shiki is wild. Certainly Shiki Roa was a vampire, but I can't equate him with a killer. He did both good and bad. Uh, what? There's zero yeah. difference between good and bad things, you he moron. Didn't do anything good. <laughs> he didn't do a single good thing. <laughs> Shiki had coffee with him that one time in his dream. Uh-huh. Well, he's nice to me. I know he raped and murdered a lot of women. I know like, he a lot, to kill but... like, me and everyone I love multiple times. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking... Ugh, I lost it at that part. <laughs> Chaos shows up to do be the perennial mini-boss again. Yeah, a lot of that in this game. Uh, beating Chaos is part M. What's part M, fan? Uh, hologram summer. Hologram, hologram summer. summer. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Uh, Sion attacks Chaos and eats him, <laughs> or bites him at least. Yeah. Before he fades. That's something. Yeah, as like Shiki is fading out. Mm-hmm. It's like someone, a figure, walked up and bit the black vampire. Uh huh. Uh, Tatari is defeated. Sion is preparing to flee the country. Akiha is sad to see her go and wanted her to stay at the mansion for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sion hands over the ether light to Akiha and apparently had already taught her the basics. <laughs> yeah. Akiha's like, no, you have to stay at the mansion. Uh, why? Oh, oh, because I need you to teach me more, not because I'm in love with you. Uh-huh. Um... Sion has absorbed Tatari and can't go out in the sun. She leaves uh, and tries to hide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She wants to leave town, but she feels like she's running away from something. And Shiki ends up finding her at the Shrine Tower uh, with red eyes the next day. Mm-hmm. 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 So she absorbed Tatari in an attempt to not be controlled by Tatari anymore. Mm-hmm. And this, she's like, this is technically a victory, but it's really a bad one for me. Yeah, she's like, this is the worst outcome my calculations predicted. Yeah. So she's like, will you kill me? And he's like, no, but I can see the shade of Tatari, and now I can interact with it for some reason. So I'm going to kill that. And she's like, well, I'll die if you do that. Uh, and she's like, well, then I'm going to kill you. And he's like, you're a terrible liar. You can't even fool yourself. You, you suck at being a vampire. They fight. Shiki kills the shade of Tatari somehow, and she is still a vampire, but isn't Tatari anymore? I don't know. Yeah. And so she goes on to look for a cure again. 
Mm-hmm. She says, wow, I wish he had killed me like I asked him to. Yeah, uh-huh. She also thinks that she might have had a better outcome if she had lost in the first fight. <laughs> like, her mm-hmm. adversarial relationship with Shiki has disrupted things, I think. Mm-hmm. Route 5, Freak's Channel. I don't think it earned this name. No. <laughs> uh, no. Let's see. It's the same as the goodbye route up until Arcoid, fake, fake Arcoid. Yeah. Got to lose to her. Mm-hmm. Fake Arcoid is going to kill them, but then like decides that there's a better person for her to become than Arcoid, and she disappears, and it turns out that he's turning into Nane Ashiki. I guess. Yeah. She killer. She killer. The, so did, the title of this section is the one named Nania Sin. I am guilty. Yeah, <laughs> great title. Also, yeah. I didn't know she killer was like canon. I thought that was something that you two just were calling him. Um, there's a isn't there a bad end where Day is called she killer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's where it's from. Um, I have oh, I have an image, a screen grab of. Uh, Nani, a she killer quote, but I think mm-hmm. that's from the other time where he shows up on like the route. If you lose to CL after losing to a Kiha, mm-hmm. so I'll save that for that route. So, uh, Shiki fights, uh, Nani, a Shiki. Uh, if you beat him, it's part N. What's part N? Uh, Knight of Tatari, Freak's Channel. Mm hmm. Uh, he does this incredible thing where he's like, but Shiki, if you try and fight me, aren't you just as bad as me? <laughs> but doctor, <He's> a- <laughs> I am Tatari. <laughs> it's so funny to be like, if you use violence to stop genocide, aren't you just as bad uh, as genocide? The most like centrist uh-huh, JRPG ass bullshit. Uh, and then after beating Nani Ashiki, he turns, Tatari turns into chaos and, uh, you have to fight chaos for some reason. He's the final boss of this route. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this is like the, the bad end, bad end, I guess. Or the, the like, cause after winning, Sion hooks into Shiki with the, the either light and erases his memories of her mm-hmm. and everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't want anyone to find out that she's she's connected to Tatari. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And she... then he wakes up and in the neck he wakes up and it's like the same as the opening scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no Sion. Oh, I feel like I'm going to apologize to listeners if I have been if if I mispronounce Sion as Shion. I'm just Kingdom Hearts brain. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> it's too similar. <laughs> Not much to that route. Nope. Nothing nope. new. I don't think I took a single six, note it, for it. <laughs> route 6 is Other Tale. Uh, it's the it, same as Hologram Summer up to the CL fight. Mm-hmm. So it's them and Akiha hanging out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. CL beats the shit out of them and goes to capture Sion, but Akiha jumps in the way and uh, <laughs> her hair turns red and she's like, no, I'm getting serious, CL. And tells them to run. Mm-hmm. 
this is, this is where the... Hmm? Oh, sorry. Um, no, go ahead. This is, this is where the... They run into Nani Ashiki, and this is where that... I have a screen grab of him saying the, like, horniest thing to Shiki. Which Shiki <laughs> shows up and is surprised, and Nani Ashiki's first line is like, Don't be shocked, killer. Which is so <laughs> gay. That's pretty gay. <laughs> uh, Calling your other self killer. Uh-huh. This is for In Shadow Town Electrical Mad Parade. Sick. That's a great I didn't catch That's the a great title name. of that one. That's the title of uh the theme song for Paranoia Agent. <laughs> <laughs> At some point we found out that Sion's injuries don't really heal because she's a vampire and not drinking blood. Mm-hmm. And she says something about suturing her suturing her wounds together. And do you think she uses the ether light for that? Must. She must. She's just oh. got extra cable. Yeah. She's Jolie she's Jolene from jojo <laughs> they decide to go back and save akiha or cl depending on which one is getting their ass kicked <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then nani ashiki shows up yeah tatari has dysphoria from becoming a boy again yeah, he'd rather he's like, be a girl uh-huh. he says i i wa- it's been so long long since i've got to experience the pleasure of a woman and I was like, ah, me going to my hormones doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah, this version of Tatari wanted to become a Kiha, but couldn't manage it because she's... I mean, she did some shit, but she's not as popular a rumor as Shiki. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, fight Nania. We gotta beat him to get on part N. What's part N? Idol talk Tsukihime, other tale. Shiki hits a death, a point of death on Nania, kinda, and then Nania freaks out and starts stabbing himself over and over again while shouting gibberish. Yeah, lots this of yelling. This is weird. Mm-hmm. And there's like a weird, bad, like thumping, stabbing noises. Yeah, know. there is. Um, according to Sion, Nania is a murderer who managed not to kill anyone, so decided to kill himself when he couldn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Shiki's like, phew, at least Tatari didn't become a Kiha. That would be terrifying. And then he immediately turns into a Kiha. <laughs> There's so much of Shiki doing this in this game. Uh-huh. Uh, the f- fake Akiha announces that she wants to drink the blood of women, which is very on brand for Akiha. <laughs> Extremely. And beating her is ending six. Uh, Shiki beats her, but like, it's like, oh, I can't kill her though. Even though she's, uh, not really a Kiha, I just can't kill a Kiha. And then Sion goes on about some like complicated lore stuff. Uh huh. She has like a conceptual weapon called a barrel replica and a oh, bullet yes. forged out of the official apocrypha of the Knights of the Shield. This is the gay shit I was talking about earlier with, uh, Reef it's so Beza, many or whatever her name it's... is. Yes. The the good bit of this is that she forged something from that girl who sacrificed herself to save her into a bullet that's capable of killing Tatari and used the one bullet on him to kill him as a pointless act of petty revenge uh-huh. in, yeah. in service of that girl. Because it won't kill him permanently. Uh, it'll just kill him for the night, you know what I mean? And it's a huge waste of such a powerful weapon. 
Mm-hmm. But she did it anyway, just to honor that lady. Incredible. Yeah, this is where I wrote down, Ciel is the gayest lesbian to ever exist. Or Sion. Sion. Sorry. Yeah, she like, um, she killed the vampire who turned her with a conceptual uh-huh. weapon that she made from the shield of her dead girlfriend. Uh-huh. Shield lesbian. This is Yuri. Yes. That's Yuri. Uh, it's a very sick uh, Sion scene. Yeah. Definitely. There's a lot of words... There's a lot of, like, specifics of how this works that's mm-hmm. kind of muddy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that, that, but that part's sick. And then, uh... Sion lives with them now. <laughs> yeah, Sion just lives uh-huh. in the mansion now. <laughs> Incredible. There's, like, a scene... There's a scene where Akiha's trying to catch Shiki because he's been bribing the maids to let him get a part-time job selling yeah. flowers, I guess. Like, like he's Aerith from Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, Sion, like, gives her advice on how to catch Shiki before he makes it to Adihiko's house. But mm-hmm. it turns out that she was helping Shiki because she's, like, taking turns backing each individual person in an attempt to keep perfect harmony. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm staying here for free, but there is a price for staying here. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, it ends with her living at the mansion and being a pain in the ass. <laughs> the only Aki- Arihiko mention? Only Arihiko, Arihiko mention is before, like, catch him before he gets to his friend's house, yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Route seven, G period. Ah, uh, the joke at the joke route. Yep. Uh, let's see. Lose to Sion, beat a Kiha, end up in part F. Yeah. Uh, what's part F? Uh, what sec. is this? What is this? Dead end love song. Okay. Thank. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Akiha, Akiha gets mad if you hold back and don't f- beat her, and she gets mad if Shiki does beat her because she thinks that Kohaku is right about him plotting to overthrow her. Mm-hmm. This... And Shiki, Shiki's like, is Kohaku still doing this? <laughs> <laughs> this is, I think, the time to bring up, like. One of the problems with the route choices, depending on fight scenes, yeah, is that it basically turns a lot of the problems, like this inter-character drama, instead of being like something that could be a conversation with potential choices uh-huh. in a normal visual novel, into oh, these characters just aren't talk, won't listen to each other, yeah, and all the mm-hmm. conflict comes from that because they need to have a fight. Yeah, it's I'm not. So I'm not a fan of the writing of Melty Blood, mostly. Yeah. So Akiha runs away, like, oh, you have to fight me at the mansion if you want to take over. And Sion, Shiki's like, okay, well, let's just do our thing. And Sion's like, we have to follow her. I don't know why, but we have to. She's hot. And I'm gay. <laughs> yeah, this is like, I... It comes up a lot when characters start doing goofy stuff, but it's like... Oh, yeah, you're trying desperately to acknowledge that this is out of character for everyone involved. Yeah. By having the character say, oh, isn't this out of character for me? Yeah. Uh-huh. They might it's be not the good. fake. Nasu doesn't know how to do these. <laughs> we we get an interlude as Miyako, Arima Miyako, Precious <laughs> Shiki's girl. little sister. Miyako was 
uh, mentioned in a route earlier, and I was like, haha, funny that you should, like, pretend that she's a character. Uh-huh. She's really not. Yeah. She does show up here. Yeah, she's here. Yeah. She shows up and she is so cute. She's very cute. Uh, but she is sneaking into the mansion to, recon- like, get rec- like do reconnaissance because of all of the enemies who stole her brother from her. Because Shiki's mm-hmm. a uh, shitty Shiki- brother. Shiki... Go eat watermelon with her at her martial arts school. <laughs> Fucking loser. I that know. sounds great. Take care of your little sister. Uh-huh. She just wants to spend time with her. So she thinks that he's being held hostage by the monsters who live at the mansion that her that Keiko told her about. Uh-huh. Actually, actually, I think Keiko told her to be afraid of the mansion crew and shiki also told her more specific things to be afraid of (laughs) (laughs) he does visit her just not enough Mm -hmm. is the vibe i'm getting Mm -hmm. miyaku like peeks in and sees akiha yelling at the maids and then getting dropped through a trap door by kohaku (laughs) she's like she's like oh yes akiha's the strongest kohaku is the craftiest and hisui is the most determined and she's like akiha will be hard to beat and then like akiha falls through a trap door and she's like Kohaku is going to be really hard to beat. <laughs> um, let's see. Back to Shiki. Shiki is like, I want to get out of here. Uh, Kohaku greets them cheerfully and he, so he just pouts at them angrily. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is all part of Kohaku's plan to, like, uh, defeat Akiha and set Hisui up with Shiki so that uh, Akiha is jealous of them and also she can watch Shiki mac on Hisui who, and like vicariously live it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is bizarre. Uh, let's see. You get into a fight with the twins. Part J. What's part J? Fight on our circle, 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 circle. Hisui. Okay. MXMXMXM. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Is the name. subtitle. Is that do you uh, think the M stands for made? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Shiki's shocked that the maids were as strong as they were. Uh, and they both start yelling at him for being mean to them. <laughs> uh Sion is, is recovering her senses and is like, why are we here? Uh Kohaku drops them into the basement. And Miyako, we're back in Miyako for a second. She's like, Kohaku's the most evil person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Ko, uh, Shiki asks something like, Hisui, did you learn martial arts? And she's like, it's a closed eye sprite portrait, I guess. And she goes, if I may so be so bold, I achieved enlightenment quite some time ago. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> Rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a forced labor camp slash prison dungeon under the mansion now, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, Shiki's like, oh, Kohaku's prank has gone a little too far this time. And Sion's like, this is a prank? What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> we get an incredible Shiki sprite portrait, mm-hmm. which is a reference to Kaiji, the gambling manga slash anime. I was wondering if that was that. Oh. Um, because he makes the face that looks like that, I don't remember the mangaka's name, but looks like his art style. And then uh-huh. the thing that tipped me off is the Zawa in the background. That's like 
the pressure, no- the pre- battle energy pressure noise sound <laughs> okay. from um, Kaiji. I've not read that, but I've seen it's a very distinctive look. I have. So I was like, yeah, I haven't read it, but I've played Mahjong with Kyrie from Scanline mm-hmm. Media a few times, and she's frequently would go sawa 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 into the <laughs> mic when things are tense. Uh, let's see. They meet back up with Akiha. Akiha, he's like, what did you do to Kohaku? And she's like, nothing. I just yelled at her, told her that she's useless, that both of them are useless and that they should quit. And I won't give them a recommendation. <laughs> a real girl boss like, moment. Shiki's like, no wonder she's fucking mad at you, <laughs> asshole. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is where I saw Misaki Town for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Uh, a CL fights them, but like the CL only says canned phrases for no reason. They call her. It's also senpai. a three round. It's also a three round fight for no reason. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, after that, you got to fight Kohaku. This is a lot of fights in a row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like you to try to dispose of us directly, Akiha says to Kohaku with the call out post of the century. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kohaku activates her ultimate weapon. What's her ultimate weapon? Uh, Mecha Hisui. Yeah, she says that medicine is only for helping people, so it's not chemical weapons. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and she has a laser start raining down on them, uh, because there's Mecha Hisui. She gets excited about lasers, because he's a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very Gein Noto nice, Gein moment. I was just gonna say, nice Gein Noto <laughs> reference in the notes. Uh-huh. This is also true of the fake Grand Order protagonist. Uh-huh. I <laughs> Oh yeah, she does, loves robots. Does Nasu just really like mechs? Yes, yes, I think he does. Also, they call her Mech Hisui, which is so awkward to say, so I always just say Mecha Hisui. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh the full title is Latent Subjugation Weapon Pleasant Type. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Um, you can choose between Shiki, Sion, or Akiha (parentheses serious) <laughs> for this fight, which is very funny. That's Siko's Akiha (parentheses serious). Yeah. Um, if you lose to Mecha Hisui, you get like a game over bad end thing where uh-huh. Kohaku is like, oh. This maid was very effective. With this, I could t- if I manufacture these in greater numbers, I could take over the black market. <laughs> and he, Shiki's like, well, it's better to just fade in the background and be a passive observer as this happens. Uh-huh. And then it just ends. If you beat her, uh, beat Mekahisui, you get on to part O. What's that, Fen? The strongest enemy, G. God. Now, this is where I completely lost my mind and had no patience for this game whatsoever anymore. Oh, I'm so happy I didn't have to do this fight. It sucked. It sucked. Kohaku... The secret of the hunger problem. (laughs) Kohaku sneaks up and jabs the Kiha in the neck. Uh, Never mind that about, like, medicine only being for helping people. Uh, Kiha turns into a 20-foot-tall giant. (laughs) Her uh, portrait is just a quarter <laughs> of her face. Yeah, the the funniest bit of this is that her little her picture in the window is blown up to like four times the size, so you can so only see funny. her little mouth. It's so funny. 
Uh, this is G Akiha. The G is for giant. Yeah, Shiki's uh-huh. like giant is too long, so I'll just call her G Akiha. Yeah. Um. So, Kahaku is like, you're gonna be giant forever unless I give you the antidote. <laughs> it's somewhat permanent, she says. So you need the antidote. Uh, will you beat Shiki for me? So she has to fight. She fights Shiki, and you have to beat her as Shiki. Mm-hmm. Sion also faints at the sight of giant Akiha. Not which... because she's scared, but because her brain is overloaded with how stupid it is. It's just too I much. I was going to say, with how gay she is. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But... I was going to say, it was just too much woman in front of her. <laughs> oh, just a veritable buffet of woman. <laughs> it's very funny that Akiha is a sprite while yeah. Shiki is, a, is pixel art. It's like the uh-huh. glossy JPEG. Um, this fight sucks so much. Oh, I... I did beat it legit once, and then used, like, the cheat menu the next time I had to do this. There's a cheat Uh menu? There's a hidden menu that lets you do a bunch of shit, like, uh, raise how much heat heals you for, and have, like, get a bunch more heat faster, you know what I mean? Mm. It doesn't let you do anything, but it gives Uh, you a lot more options. Okay. Yeah. The fight still sucks. The, um, the Zerblade... Shows to Zerblade. That's the person who made the videos I watched. <laughs> and uh, the walkthrough that we use, that I used yeah. for Tsukihime. At some point in my notes, I don't remember where, but I just, like, as I was watching the videos, like, Zerblade's a fucking ally for making these. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that fight, like, they just destroy it. They must, like, a melty blood god, like, stun lock giant Akiha. <laughs> but seeing other videos of giant Akiha, where she puts, like, a drill that just, like, stuns you... Uh, mm-hmm. She has a lot of horrible attacks. Does she? It's she's like some of the arcade mode videos that I watched. Oh, she, like, she must uses... have more attacks in the arcade mode. She must have more attacks because all she does sense. here is like loosely punch at you with her mm-hmm. arm and then pound the ground three hundred times, taking out your entire health bar. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what happens in the Zerblade video. She gets like laser eyes and like drill hands in the arcade mode. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> I got so heated at this fight. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, ending seven, Shiki wins. Uh, Akiha is upset and then coll- collapses onto Kohaku as she's fleeing. <laughs> um, and then Sion's like, this was stupid. I'm leaving. <laughs> Yeah, jokes about Akiha's having small titties again. Yeah, yeah, Kohaku's like, next time we'll make a breast enhancement drug instead, or something like that. Uh, and yeah, the <laughs> Kohaku and Akiha grumbling at each other as they fall unconscious in each other's arms is good, though. <laughs> having an mm-hmm. argument in their sleep. Back to Route 1. Yeah, this is the same as before, you just have to win all the fights. Yep. And... You end up on part K at the end. Uh, so yeah, the whole thing, the elevator, Tatari, yeah, blah, 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 blah. What's part K called? Hologram Summer. It's called, yeah, Lord Hologram Summer, Lord of Lies, Night on the Blood Lair. Liar. Lair or liar? Liar. Liar. I which is such a that. strange phrase. It's a very strange phrase. It's also strange that night is normal and everything else is all caps. Yeah. yeah. I th- also, part of me, th- the part of me that thinks Melty Blood is a sick-ass game name thinks that's uh-huh. also cool as hell. Yeah, uh-huh. 
let's see. They show up on the roof as normal, uh, but Sion is wants to drink blood all of a sudden. And she's mm-hmm. like, hey, maybe stand back and let me handle this. And then she asks C- uh, Sion. Wait, wait, wait. Sion asks why Wa- Wallachia let her live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She assumes it was because Wallachia is originally an Eltnam. And that's what he meant when he said that they are the same type. But what actually he meant was his existence as Knight of Wallachia depends on other people. He, like, feeds on other people to live. And that's what vampires do in general, right? Mm-hmm. Her information gathering method that she uses for all of her research is to steal from other people she's essentially a vampire in every other way besides drinking blood Mm -hmm. is what he's saying so he's Mm -hmm. like yeah we're 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 besties honestly sapiosexual vampire in the other version of this he appeals to her sense of like uh he appeals to her feelings right but Mm. in this version he's like appealing to her logically he's like why do you need a human body to continue your research? Isn't it holding you back, honestly? If you think about it logically, you should just be a vampire. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, that sucks. I, I'm only resisting this on a gut reaction. I should just be a vampire. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't argue with logic. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm, let's see. Shiki tries to, like get her to not do this but then she attacks him uh he wins she feels like shit she collapses Wallachia taunts him him a bunch and is like oh just kill her blah 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 shiki apparently cut a bunch of her nerves so that she couldn't move but she's like wiring herself with the etherlight to act as artificial nerves so she can move again. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Can Shiki, can Shiki see the death point of individual cells? I think you'd need a microscope, but yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shiki in anatomy or biology class being like, what's this red dot? Uh-huh. Uh, the ether light was apparently originally a medical device to help pa- people who were paralyzed. Huh. Hmm. To pe- help people with ner- nervous system damage, like, walk again, basically. So, I'm so glad that Sion uses it as, like, <laughs> an interrogation device. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see... Sion decides to fight Wallachia. Uh, Shiki's like, oh, you're not insane anymore. And she tells him off for ableist language. Yeah. Wallachia turns into Warkaweed. They fight Warkaweed, etc. We get this interesting detail that Wallachia just can't imitate Arkweed completely. Like, Arkweed is so powerful, he it can't, like, even come close to how strong she is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Arkweed shows up. We get the <laughs> sickest fucking line in this game. Yeah, read it. Uh, someone, I think, Wallachia well, asks, like, who are you or something? And Ark goes, the arbiter of this game. Shall I use the name Crimson Moon? 
sick. Arcoid is sick. Incredible. The sky yeah. is red. Her eyes are red. So, here's the thing. Zepia received a blessing from the Crimson Moon in order to become Wallachia. He had a certain amount of time to become the sixth, and uh, he would become Zepia again to be judged, basically. Mm -hmm. A thousand years in the future or whatever. Mm -hmm. A thousand years from now, this point in time. Mm -hmm. Arkweed uses her reality marble to summon a thousand years from now moon, (laughs) which is red, so that it is now the appointed time to judge him. Zepia is like... Time travel is not something that people can do, and time travel a thousand years from the future is not something that people can do. Uh huh. It's not. It wasn't Crimson Moon. Mm-hmm. It was Alt Rouge. It was Alt Rouge. Yeah. Like she says something about the Crimson Moon, but it turns out that like Alt Rouge Brunstead, her sister, yeah, is the one who gave him this power and was going to yeah. kill him if he didn't manage to become the sixth. And mm-hmm. we know that. Alt Rouge failed to become Crimson Moon from yeah. Kagetsu, Kagetsu Toya short story. Mm-hmm. Uh, my notes, I have multiple notes from this section that are just like, hell yeah, Arguin, and yeah, boy. Yeah, she's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> so she's forced him to manifest as his true self, which means he can be killed. Mm-hmm. And Sion and Shiki are both beat to shit and are like, oh, thank God, now she can kill him. And Arguin's like, uh, yeah, it's taking all my juice to summon a moon from a thousand years from now. <laughs> Can y'all take care of him? I'm pretty busy. <laughs> this is my world. Although it can only exist for one night like yours, there is no world I cannot make. Arcoid. Sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's so cool. Let's see. You have to fight Wallachia. He's a Castlevania-looking motherfucker. Makes the uh, worst noises when he fights. Yeah, Bad he's shrieks. like giggly. Bad, uh-huh. mumble, bad little like laughs. Ugh. They beat him. He like says a bunch of random words while bleeding and dying. And uh, this is the part. This is the part we talked about earlier. Sion, even though she sees he's like gone mad and is dying asks why he became a vampire and he suddenly becomes fully coherent again mm-hmm. <laughs> atlas is a warehouse of madmen even knowing that there is an in- inescapable end they come up with ways to try and resist it but the more they come up with those ways the worse the future destruction becomes mm-hmm. cool mm. yeah so it feels very much like they're talking about the end of the world mm-hmm. which yeah. makes sense but it's framed kind of at the end as being about their own life About his life, specifically. Yeah. And Arcoid says something. How foolish. You were born, so you have an end. Our terminal stop is always destruction. If you cannot accept that, just accept your own self-destruction. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Interesting. Let's see. Shiki's like, well, maybe... Maybe he didn't turn into a vampire for such a bad reason after all. And everyone yells at him because that guy hurts uh-huh. so many people. Shiki, stop sympathizing with serial killers challenged. I know. Never. <laughs> He'll, uh, the, the YouTube, co- there's one YouTube comment on the Zerblade video for this, uh-huh. for like the end of this route. That was just like, 
Huh. I guess Zepia wasn't such a bad guy after all. <laughs> he, became, he became Tatari for good reasons and just got corrupted. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if that's it, buddy. No, no, it's not. I mean, there's something like being scared of the future and whatever, turning into a monster. Sure, sure, sure. I, yeah. I, I, cannot, I can see that. It doesn't make you a good person, though. No. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, Tatari's really dead. Sion's still a vampire, but she's not gonna turn in the same way. She's half vampire, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So, she's gonna go look for a cure. But, in this ending, she's going to return to Atlas and enlist the help of other Atlas researchers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, presumably, become the director of the Atlas Institute. Hmm. Shiki trods off to join Arcoid. Uh, Sion's like, oh, my first partner, my first friend. And, like, doesn't say her first love, but she definitely implies that. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I have so many people I have to apologize to at Atlas before they let me do anything. <laughs> Time to grovel. Yeah, that bit's good. The The main Sion story is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what I want from Tsukihime in any way, shape, or form. Uh-huh. But it's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like Sion, kind of. <laughs> I like Sion when she's instantly falling in love with every girl she meets. Yeah, uh-huh. There's one more route in this game. It's the same as the, the G route, the giant Akiha route, except for it ends with a fight against Miyako. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's... Yeah, that's it. Yep. <laughs> that's all the routes. Yeah. They say that what a game. over giant Akihas like chopping down a large tree. <laughs> I do like that Miyako's dialogue is just glare and then it's translation. Right. That's a, right, that's very funny. She stares angrily at Shiki and that we get a translation of her being like, Oh hi, big brother. Yeah. I love you. Will you She's come hang nervous. out with me? But she's too nervous to say anything because she really looks up to him. And yeah. Shiki is like, she hates me. That's yeah. why he avoids her. He thinks that she hates him because yeah. she's so nervous around him. This stuff is great. The That's very funny. All the upskirts on Miyako's fighting sprites aren't great, even though she's secretly wearing <laughs> jean shorts. It is very funny that she's wearing the jean shorts, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Tsukihime, folks. Sure is the thing. So, we have... I played all of arcade mode you played in, it? like, four hours. Yes, I played every arcade mode. Oh. <laughs> yes. I watched... I played it on easy, Most but... of it. But, like, not all of it is on YouTube. I think that we're not going to talk about too much of it, Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I let's let's hit. Not. Let's hit what the plot is. Mm. That you only find this out by listen watching the attract <laughs> mode opening video <laughs> uh, for the expansion. Uh, uh, arcade mode was added with the the React expansion. Added a bunch of characters and the arcade mode, which has a little story for every character. Mm-hmm. The plot is that a white lens shows up. The town falls into falls asleep. There's snow in summer. And people might die from these, this, like, killing dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. That sounds cool. 
There's barely any plot in this arcade what's mode. not really relevant for arcade mode. <laughs> so, everyone... Basically, every character sees either Len or Shiki leaving. Or Len and like and follow, Shiki. Going somewhere, yeah. Mm-hmm. And follow after them. They fight a bunch of... There's, like, fake versions of all the characters showing up again because White Len is essentially a phantom made out of what's left of Tatari. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then you fight White Len, and then you fight the real mastermind of all of this, Aoko Aozaki. Aoko! Yeah. Who is... I did not know what she looked like. I thought she looked like an office lady or something. She looks like such a dyke. She's a dirt. She's a dirt bag in jeans. Yeah, she's, that's why I love Alco. She's fantastic. She's fantastic. She wears a white t-shirt, blue jeans, and has red hair. If I dyed my hair red and put on jeans and a white t-shirt, that I could cosplay. <laughs> you could. You could steal her look for twelve dollars at a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it. Oh. Yeah. No. No. Alco's great. Yeah. I'm so glad that the melt the type lumina version of her that just got added is still just jeans and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Basically, the gist of what's going on here. White Len was Alco wanted a familiar. She mm. came to this town because to take Len. Basically. She makes a copy of Len using what's left of Tatari that becomes White Len. This this is the Len that talks. She is she calls herself Len's discarded intelligence and speech. I don't like that it's there's definitely something happening here where they're equating the ability to talk with intelligence, and I think that's gross. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that Len is not was... not intelligent because she doesn't speak. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. This is one of the wrote. This is from, like, Len's Throat, which is one of the ones I watched. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, you're her intelligence. And I was like, what? Len seems pretty smart. And yeah. then they clarify, oh, it's because Len didn't talk. And since you didn't need it, your talk left you. Uh-huh. And became... And it's just like, what? Yeah. Come on. I do like the idea... I like some of this, right? Uh-huh. Like... Len can speak. She chooses not to because of her upbringing, basically. Mm-hmm. That's just how she's comfortable. The, Len, in fights, does not speak ever and barely makes noise. It's very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Her her victory uh, screen, which there's victory screens now, which is cool, is her uh, looking cute and being silent. And there's just dot, 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 dot on the screen. Yep. It's great. <laughs> it's yeah. great. It's really cute. Um, the only time we ever hear her talk is to tell White Len to fuck off, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh-huh. she'll talk to herself, but not to anyone else. Yep. I like that. Mm-hmm. So, Alco decides that uh, White Len isn't a good fit for her and wants to steal Shiki instead and then has to be defeated. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she wants to take Shiki. No idea. Yeah. Len's intelligence is horny for him, too. Uh-huh. Also, one of Len's special attacks involve it, like, cuts to black, and it then she, like, strikes a pose, and her outfit changes, and one of them is, like, her in a swimsuit, and she's, like, striking a sexy pose. What? 
Yeah. I never saw this. That I, sucks. One of, some of them are all, some of them are cute. Like she strikes a pose and swaps into this cute pajamas. And That's does really a ton cute. of damage, which is really cute. And the other ones are like, here's her in a skin tight yeah. black swimsuit. Uh, like, hmm. Len, you don't gotta do this. Yeah. Someone, someone please arrest Tonoshiki for doing this. this <laughs> There's somewhere where someone says, like, in one of these, where someone says to Shiki, like, oh, I know you feel fatherly towards Len. And I'm uh-huh. like, mm. <sighs> It's implied that Len is Arcweeds still. So mm-hmm, I don't know yeah. if people don't know that Shiki took her or if it's just not canon in this. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who could say? Anyway, I will say that when Len crouches, she turns into a kitty cat. It's her, cute. Cr- her crouching, like, a swipe is like, uh-huh. like a cat pawing at something. It's so cute. Yeah. She also, one of her other attacks that I saw is that she just puts a cat down that walks towards you. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's very funny, also. <sighs> oh, yeah. Okay. There is a bit in Shiki's route where he fights Yumizuka, and he's like, that girl looked like Yumizuka and ran away really fast. Does Shiki just not know she's alive after the Yumizuka route? Is that what this is implying? <laughs> that must be it. Yeah. My my notes for the Tonoshiki route is just, all caps, Yumizuka. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Okay, let me look through these real quick to see if there's anything else good to mention. There's like Yumizuka's route. For the end of each route, there's like a little CG um, mm-hmm. where it just like has a little bit about the uh, the characters hanging out. It's it's all pretty inconsequential. I'm furious that Kohaku doesn't get one. She doesn't. It says try again and. You don't fight Alco, you don't get a CG for her. Oh you must have died to someone else. I did not die. Hmm. I didn't see Kohaku's one online. Um, Try again means, like, to get the true ending, you need to have gotten to the to White Len without dying to anyone. Okay. Oh. N- not even, like, die and then press continue. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Maybe I'm just wrong. That makes sense. Because there was such a weird... Almost everyone had endings, and then there was just, like, one or two that didn't end. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think that means that you died. So I have not successfully played everything. I've missed, like, two. <laughs> wow. Fake uh, gamer. <laughs> um, in Akiha's route, Aoko claims to be Shiki's first love. Huh. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh huh. How do we feel about that? Kind of weird. I mean, like in the way that, like, yeah, of course, an eight-year-old is going to have a crush on someone who was nice to him, and it's yeah. not going to go anywhere. Yeah, it doesn't seem like she's horny for Shiki. No, but the w- reason she's saying that is because she's like, oh yeah, of course you're scared of me, Akiha. Uh, Shiki's. Mm-hmm. I'm Shiki's first love. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Two things, real quick, about Yumizuka. First. Um, when she beats Nanaya Shiki, she says uh, something to the effect of, don't you see how close to you I've become? Yeah. Which is great. <laughs> uh, 
also she has a reality marble she has a reality yeah. marble that was that was a strange wild thing i don't know what her reality marble is but yeah as a part of the kind of vamp how she's become such a powerful vampire because of her wild ap- aptitude she has her own reality marble and is on par with a dead apostle the only reason she's not stronger is because she's kind of incompetent <laughs> uh-huh. uh, also uh, yumizuka and sion are dating besties <laughs> they're part they're of the, gal pals <laughs> part of, part of the uh, as they call it a back alley alliance. Yeah, uh-huh. Which uh-huh. is my favorite slang for lesbian. <laughs> they uh, apparently bonded over both being vampires who aren't drinking blood. Actually, Yumizuka is drinking blood. She's just not killing people anymore. Wait, okay. I'm curious. Where... Oh, is this vampire Sion stuff? What do you mean? Where Where did they get together? Yumizuka's route and Sion's route, I think, right? I mean, like, at the end of Yumizuka's route, they're sitting together talking about uh-huh. um, how to get Shiki to notice them. There is no scene they, where they meet. Yeah. Like, they're always they just, friends. Yeah. Like, Yumizuka runs into Sion as, like, one of the fights, and the little pre-fight conversation is them, mm-hmm. like, talking. Sion's like, where are you going? Are you going to get in trouble? Like, what's this thing? Like... Is Shiki? Is something with Shiki? You should stay away, f- stay away from that guy, or something like mm-hmm. that. And it yeah. seems like even though we're part of the back alley alliance, I'm going uh-huh. to fight okay, yeah. you. That was the I did this one. I well, I did a couple of these. The back alley alliance is like this is another thing that is like all of the routes in multi blood in the proper story mode there's not nearly enough time given to any character yeah. to, like have any any of it land um and even less so in these because i'm like wait one sec <laughs> what i knew about the back alley alliance mm-hmm. uh-huh. is this the first time it comes up and is it just that them saying like oh yeah because we're both part of the back alley alliance anyway gonna beat you up now so you've heard that phrase before but only that phrase yeah uh-huh. is that something in other fake game other type moon games no no. Not that I know. In of. Carnival Phantasm, I think. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. Okay. There's gonna be jokes uh, about it in Carnival Phantasm. Also, see like back alley lines is the same energy as like the old timey slang for lesbian where people would say sewing circle. Uh-huh. Uh, also, at the end of Seonsuit, she calls Alco blue. This happens a few times. It happens in Kiketsu Toya too. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's her, like, nickname. Oh, okay. Because Aoko is blue. Oh. Uh-huh, it's the kanji for blue and child. Oh, this is fascinating. She has blue in her name twice, actually, because Aozaki. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Both lens, Rewa, someone whose name I don't remember, uh, Satsuki and Sion are all apparently part of the Back Alley Alliance. That must be Carnival Phantasm bit, where yeah. Roa just is like, hanging out with them. Roa is uh, a delinquent who pays for everything in one yen coins, <laughs> to be fair. Perfect. That was so funny. Only good joke in that. Yeah. <laughs> so, some other good stuff. When Arkweed meets White Len, she says that they're the same kind of thing and calls her uh, Crimson Moon Copy-san. <laughs> <laughs> which is interesting mm-hmm. uh, another thing from the Satsuki route 
is that I don't remember in which fight it comes up in, but at one point in like the pre-fight dialogue, Yuzuka mm-hmm. goes, of course, I've been a glamorous loner for many years. Uh-huh. <laughs> Great quote. The Wallachia route has a couple of good things. Uh, it's weird that he's there, and he's like, it's weird that I'm here. Um, but when he's talking to Aoko, he says something to imply that she's not human. Hmm. And she's like, the other four are the weirdos, not me. Mm. And he says, even though it was just broken, you should look in the mirror. You'll meet an unbelievable monster. Hmm. The mirror being White Len. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's a great line. <laughs> can't wait to get to Alco's game i'm mm-hmm. so fascinated by Alco. she's a despite this really not being that good uh uh-huh. still so curious what's up with her what's her name magical gunner miss blue is what <laughs> someone calls her huh which what is her game what game is she in more of there is a visual novel focusing on her called maho tsukai no yoru Oh. Which I've heard translated as The Witch on the Holy Night. Yeah. Is that one that y'all are covering? Oh, yeah, we're covering it. Oh. It doesn't have a full translation yet, and it's a way, it's down the ways. Mm. It's a ways Can away. Can I put myself down uh-huh. to guest on that episode if it hasn't been. Uh huh. I- Someone might be on there. Yeah. I'm just like, Let's I'm obsessed with Aoko after this. She doesn't have red hair in that visual novel. What? Which no. is fascinating. Is her hair blue? I think it's. I think it's young Alco. She mm. no, she has like regular hair, like mm. uh, like brown. Mm-hmm. In archive master. I would believe it was before she became a sorcerer or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Kohaku's afraid of Nekoark. Yeah. She says she's weak to magical cats. That comes up again in the Kohaku and Hisui wrote. Uh huh. She she calls Nekoark the ugliest monster in human history. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> also, another fun, another bit is that Hisui can't tell the difference between Arcoid and Nekoark. Oh. <laughs> she doesn't recognize them as different in any way. <laughs> like, everyone else reacts to Nekoark like she's a weird little cat creature. Also, also, Nekoark is here. She could shoot lasers out of her eyes. Yeah, she it does. She makes a laser sound with her mouth. Um, I missed some end credits, and I'm mad about it now. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. I like in Lens Root, everyone just kind of talks to her and around her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. One gets cake at the end of her route. Len does get cake at the end of her route. She's nap. she's taking a nap. Yeah, and the oh. maids leave cake for her. What's that one line when Hisui beats Len? So when Hisui beats Len, uh well first off, Hisui's great. I love yes. her. Um uh Hisui beats Len and then is like Len uh oh actually let me pull up the I have the I have a screenshot. Um pictures screenshots uh Len Len Sama, time for your bath. I understand you do not like it, but please bear with it. <laughs> That's good. In the Hisui and Kohaku route, uh, Kohaku's the first person to notice that Len is white 
now. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's and she's the reason that she thinks it's happened is because she spilled a little milk on her e- earlier. A liter of boiling milk. <laughs> a liter of boiling milk. He's she's like, well, she shouldn't be mad about that still. And he's he's like, Kohaku, anyone would be furious at you for that. Also, I had to clean that carpet and her. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Nani Yashiki is a weird creep towards Miyako. Mm-hmm. He's always a weird creep, but he's especially creepy towards her. That mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of Hisui's post-fight lines is, Don't fall for me, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> hmm, let's see. Akiha Sirius uh, has a couple of good bits. Uh, mostly that... Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, when she runs into Aoko... We get a unique portrait of her looking like kind of taken yes. aback That's because so her and Alco look exactly the same <laughs> with long red hair. They they like are chomping each other's bit real hard. That's very funny. They both are like they're like cu- saying the same thing for a second where they're yeah. both like she looks just like me. You look just like me. Nani Ashiki and Warkoid both, uh, when they f- get to White Len, White Len is like, you're both copies of a person. It's like discarded parts like me, so we're friends, right? And then they kill her. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they're monsters, and she doesn't quite get it. Um, I hated playing as Chaos. Mm. <laughs> it sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just in general. What is Shiki? Oh, you didn't get the fight, get the end card. I was like, what is Chaos's end card? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't get it. It's going to be the same as the other one. All of the villains just kind of like, and then I walked off into the sunset. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of these end cards are just total non sequiturs. Yeah, Hisui's is her like having to run around and do a bunch of things for people and then falling asleep in a chair and Kohaku giving her a blanket and a pillow. Yeah. That's cute. cute. Red Akiha is her drinking like a platter full of uh, blood juice boxes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, CL's is a... all, CL being forced to go on a a, a date with Shiki with Arcoid there. Oh, <laughs> oh that's Kisui incredible! Are like, We're gonna make Shiki pamper us. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's see. Mechahisui's route ends with like a bunch of little Mechahisui's flying around her. Hmm. Miyako is also the one I did not get a final card art for. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else really no. worth talking about. Acting. It does have voice acting. I don't think any of these voice actors are going to carry over to the Tsukihime remake. Mm. I wonder... No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the voice acting's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's a low bit rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got a hilarious ending theme for the arcade mm-hmm. modes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, in the Vampire Sion route, uh, she eats Shiki. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, White Len is like, how did Shiki taste? <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, she turns into Tatari at the end of that, mm-hmm. in her vampire route, by tearing White Len apart and taking back the part of Tatari that she was made out of. She kills Alko? She kills Alko, too. Shit. Wow. Um, Arkaweed's fight with Alko, if her, like, victory line is, oh, I managed to give you your first loss. <laughs> I'm so curious about Aoko Aozaki. Me too. Uh, all I know about the Mahotsuka no Yoru is a scene wherein Aoko presents a boy with a collar. Hell yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I know. She, sa- she sounds like the kind of girl who would force them her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> While being Butch herself. <laughs> yeah. So, I think, unless anyone had anything else to talk about arcade mode, that's all I got. Yeah, it's, it's just resolved. Alco runs away. Oh, if Arcoid, Arcoid, CL, and Akiha will... No, Arcoid and CL, at least, uh, will tell Shiki how they resolved the situation, but not tell her, him about Alco being the problem. Huh. Like, everyone avoids telling Shiki about it. Uh-huh. That's interesting. But yeah, otherwise, that's it. I'm surprised you took that many notes on arcade mode. I take notes about everything in case something is relevant. Mm. That's why I ended up with 3,000 words for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ben, how long have we been going? Four and a half hours. That's nothing. This is going to be, like, a three-hour episode. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And, like, by weight, a big chunk of that is Yuri Tea Time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, were you... Were we gonna do the... Uh, what's it called? Image song question? Oh, yeah. Fen? Okay. We're officially in outro now. We're in outro um, mode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but Melty Blood was bad. <laughs> Oh, yeah. you don't gotta play it. Play the next one. It's probably the the second Melty Blood and the third Melty Blood. They're probably a lot better. So well, the problem is, is that those are just gonna have arcade modes. They also don't. Yeah, they don't have much plot. Yeah, oh, they yeah. don't have a story mode. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Mm. Um, this plot wasn't that good. <laughs> There's other better fate fine. plots. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. Um. Uh, you want to say what we're doing next time? Next Before time, we do that, we're gonna do Shingetsutan Tsukihime. Yes. It's right, it's Tsukihime anime time. How many episodes yes. is that? 12? Okay. Yeah, we're gonna watch 12 episodes of Tsukihime for next time. Yep. And it's gonna be a lot. Figure out how to talk about that. I got it, um, got it on my list on High Dive. Nice. Nice. Uh, I really want a shitty scratch DVD copy of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Someone's bootleg anime con. We're doing Fate Stay Night. Yeah, we're almost at I'm Stay Night very now. Excited for. It's. I know. I'm I, fucking. Go- earlier than I think. It's earlier than I th- remember. It is in like type. Yeah. History. Uh-huh. We did skip. Um. We did skip. Kata no Kyokai. Mm-hmm. Yes. Garden of Sinners. 
So we are missing something cr- mm. very important. Yeah. But you might say crucial to our understanding of Type Moon. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all make choices. I'm glad we started on Tsukihime still, because Tsukihime fucking slaps. Now, Marin, yes. you sent in this question. I did. Fen, do you have a co- it pulled up? Uh, I do not. I could pull it up. Yeah, pull it up. I want to get the wording. I typed gmail.vom. <laughs> doesn't... Dot vom. vom. You gotta be vom. careful. You're gonna end up somewhere weird. <laughs> I uh, yeah, just what would your image songs be? It doesn't say anything else? No. I think oh, it was okay. real so... fast. I saw like a thing about sending in emails. And uh-huh. <laughs> I was like... You shot it off real quick. I was okay. like, I've been thinking about sending this. If I don't do it right now, I will forget. Fen, what's your image song? I agonized over this in that I uh, had a general idea of where to where to look to find this out, to figure this out, and then avoided doing it until uh, moments before we recorded, scrolling some playlists, trying to like decide on something. So I have three answers. Of course, that's a very fan thing to do, I also have and three all answers. of them are cheating. What'd you say? And all of them are cheating. God damn it. Um. So first, I'm going to say, uh, Toku no Aoi which is a song by, uh, or like, Far Away Lovers, mm-hmm. Distant Lovers, I think is the, like, a, an English translation of it, um, which is a song by, uh, 2814, mm-hmm. which is a, like, electronic ambient band uh-huh this is not an image song <laughs> good there's uh, no words in that huh there song. are words it's like you know background muttering and okay um less I, of an image you can't although it is very funny to have your voice actress performing the mumbling in the background <laughs> of the song well image song is either one version of it is oh your voice actress sings a song but uh-huh. like at a more base level, it is something that tells you about that character. I'm being rules lawyered. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say my second one is even more cheating. <laughs> it's Tsukihime track nine. <laughs> <laughs> Which track is that? Uh, the like, do, 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 piano. Uh, yes, yes, yes. The ominous chill music. The ominous one? The like, the sad, the melancholy, oh, melancholy one. Okay, yeah. Yes. Um, my third answer is Parade by Soft Ballet. <laughs> <laughs> is that Heesui's image song? Yes. <laughs> That's ben. where I've heard that title before. Yes. What's up, Ben? <laughs> you can't just be Heesui. I want to do ben, two things, Ben. Ben does think, not want to be Heesui and love Shiki. I think you'll find. I would. That I would love Shiki be, if I could be Heesui. Ben, you can become Heesui. I believe in you. Thank you. <laughs> Look at you, a maid brim that you wear at all times. Um. <laughs> I am not prepared for this answer. I didn't even find a way to cheat my way out of this. Um, I spent like a while looking at uh, ly- trying to find lyrics for various My Chemical Romance songs, mm-hmm. um, and then some Motion City soundtrack, 
And then I was like, I can't, I can't do this. So I'm going with The Ocean Breathes Salty by Modest Mouse, because that's a sad song about wasting your life (laughs) (laughs) on my four hour fate podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hell yes. (laughs) Uh, I I don't have four answers like Fan. (laughs) I I only had three. I do have three. Okay, good. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you for making my uh, my hosting of this podcast appear more sane than it actually <laughs> is, man. You're welcome. Hit us. Anytime. Uh, so, my first one, which is like, my, fir- my first thought, similar to Ben, was My Chemical Romance. Uh, if I did have to pick a My Chemical Romance song, it would be Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I picked It's Not a Fashion Statement, It's a Death Wish. Yeah. Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Uh, like, because it's just the vibes of that song are very. They just, they fit. They fit right. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite songs from them, although that changes frequently with the wind. Uh huh. Um, and the lyrics are about, like, being sad and things getting worse and i'm like Uh love songs about that uh the second one i came for came up with was haunted by laura less Uh, um a great uh, like synth track synth electronic jam um by laura less who's like one half of 100 gex um, mm-hmm. and it's just cool ass electronic trans girl music. Nice. About like being a monster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. There's a line where she says, if I show my fangs, will you tell me that they're cool? And <laughs> I think about it all the time. Sick. Uh, uh my third one is. Uh, but back in the realm. Well, haunted is like almost an emo song, except it's electronic. My next uh-huh. back in the realm of guitar emo is "Bedroom Community" by Glass Beach. Nice, uh, which is great it's, uh, on uh, Hot Singles, the gay music podcast on um, Expert Audio. They refer to Glass Beach as they demo. <laughs> And that's just very accurate. <laughs> it like just resonates with the way I think about queerness and uh, like mental health a lot, and is good. Got loud, nice. distorted guitars, and it's sad. Hell yeah! Okay, I've got a third. Yeah, I've got a third. Did you uh, Eternal Silver from Caligula Effect Two? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that so works. I was also lo- I was also staring at Caligula Effect too. <laughs> That's a right. song about dying. <laughs> oh, I don't. Yeah, know Eternal Silver are. was going to be the one that I was going to pick if I picked one from Caligula Effect, mm. <laughs> but I had to I had to have He Sweet and then two basically no vocals tracks, uh-huh. which is like I don't know. I could I could defend my choice of a like instrumental soundscape track as if i wanted to mm-hmm. but 
I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just take it or leave it. Uh-huh. Yeah, Eternal Silver is a song about being upset that you have to die. <laughs> yep. That, that tracks with the yep. boss it's far. All right. Okay. Is that all we got? I think so. And I, I can't so. wait to play Stay Night. I want to play Stay Night so bad. <sighs> we have so much to get through before we get there. No, we don't. We just have the Tsukihime anime. And we we're doing it in so one much episode. To get through before we get there, Ben. How? It's going to be like a month from now. We're going to have to record an episode. <laughs> Maybe. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, God. I need to get playing. Who, who, who animated the Tsukihime anime? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. I was like, I was... It doesn't look great. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> talked about the first three episodes on Oops All Anime. I have not listened uh, to that yet because I want to be totally unspoiled yeah, for the Tsukihime yeah. anime. But I, I'm going to the second I can. There are some thoughts of the stuff they were describing in it that I was like, this doesn't... That I, I, I had some thinking emojis about. Uh, but also... Within the first, like, ten minutes, uh, Six does explain to everyone what mana transfer is. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and uh, I was losing it. Ne- never not... Can- it has never been removed from canon, as far as I know. <laughs> oh, this is fascinating. Oh. It was JC Staff, which... They have also done Toradora, huh. which hmm. I've heard good things about. Yeah. Um, One Punch Man. Huh. Holy shit. Uh, I'm scrolling down this list and seeing if I recognize anything else. Um, I feel like I've heard of Prison School. I've definitely mm-hmm. heard of Prison School. Uh, Bakuman. Damn, they just directed like a lot. Uh, yeah. What's wild? Is, uh, how early is Tsukihime in their things they've made? Mm. Oh, I'm I have been scrolling for a minute. Flying Witch. Let's see. How? Oh, oh my That's god! A lot of stuff. Okay. The hmm. What? Given the yeah, there must be. Oh, okay. So they've been around forever, and also, let me just control F. How many anime can one studio possibly make? A lot, as it turns out. Oh my god, the cover of this is the most, like, this emo, emo album cover I've ever seen. This is an emo what album is cover. It's Ciel, Arcoid, and Akiha all kind of looking depressed. Yeah. And there's, like, a blood spatter on the wall <laughs> behind put them. It in the, put it in the... Colors sketch, are like... super muted. Oh, here, I'll see if I can copy it. Ah. It's on my phone, and my phone's being weird. Uh, it looks... They did what they always do and found a way to make... <laughs> They're dropping their fucking mixtape. <laughs> yeah. They found a way to, uh, as they always do, make Arcoid's baggy sweater perfectly hug her tits. I respect it. <laughs> I would respect it if it wasn't, like... If it wasn't, like, some guy... Uh-huh. That's fair. I <laughs> This I think image makes uh this anime look a lot cooler than it's going to be. <laughs> uh-huh. I love CL's. I think it looks boots. sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout outs to her goth boots that Shiki specifically that... com- compliments in her route. <laughs> oh. oh god, what's the brand? 
of just over-the-top goth boots. Does Trip make oh, boots? Oh, wait. They did Utena. <laughs> what? The movie? It must be the movie. <laughs> the Tsukihime people made the Utena movie? <laughs> Uh, they have, yeah, they have been around since 1986 and have done a plethora of popular stuff. Wild. And also, Shingetsu Tsukihime. Uh-huh. <laughs> the boots I was thinking of were Demonia. Uh... to CL's Demonia boots. Uh-huh. There's black boots that have big heels and lots of buckles. Uh, of course the maids aren't on here. Yeah. Fucking Kohaku Root's better than the whole rest of the game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I almost had you there. You almost <laughs> fell from my trap, fan, in admitting that Kohaku is better than Seasway. I think, I still think that the Arcweed route is the strongest, like, thematic and pacing-wise. Hmm. Hmm. I like Kohaku's better. I know. We can't hash this. <laughs> we can't rehash this Maybe here and now. Of playing a lot with Stay Night. I should just play Sukihime. Oh. You know how good Kohaku is? She's very good. She's very good. Stay Night has incredible characters. I do also. Is this true? Yeah. I also want to. I want to. I have to play it because I need to know con like anything that's going on. Any context for the characters in today's menu. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh yeah, it's worth it for the today's only menu. Thing I've experienced <laughs> directly. You've directly. experienced a lot of tsukihime. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, like the non, oh, you're saying fate, yeah, fate thing. That, uh huh. Like, uh huh. Having my friend uh, live text me about watching Fate Zero anime when Ooh. like seven years ago. A lot of worms in that one. Okay. Yeah. We're on the Abnormal Mapping Network. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. Go listen to other Abnormal Mapping episodes, like the one... Shows. Not just episodes. <laughs> Fen's falling asleep at the mic, <laughs> as can, uh, Fen is wont to do. I can hear sleepy Fen. Do listen to Abnormal Mapping, the podcast. Yes. Also yes. listen to th shows such as... Um, novel Not New. <laughs> other show... <laughs> And um, Fate Moon Archive. I'm just reading. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna um, be on GGP. Listen to that. Oh, sick. Oh, nice. I'm listening to GGP from the beginning, and I'm only in victory, so I've got a long way to go. That's I'm only listening along as I watch that thing, so we're like, we're like halfway through Gundam. Uh-huh. Like, OG Gundam. The first Gundam is so good. It's so good. It's great. I did not expect to, it to be like good yeah it... not that i expected it to be bad uh -huh. but like i don't like things with boys as the protagonist uh -huh. and i was not expecting it to do anything to like convince me otherwise mm -hmm. and <laughs> you remember when garma died like a punk garma. what a great garma. yeah uh i i still appreciate that he has made an appearance in every episode since he died <laughs> yeah yeah his fucking enormous portrait <laughs> in the background of the speech the fact that he has a por huge portrait of himself in his room, followed by a bigger portrait of himself at his funeral. <laughs> what a guy. And then his his girlfriend, who's just femshar. 
Poor Isolina died from being near something happening. Uh, yeah, women tend to do that, you know. Oh, yeah. There's also... M is playing Fate right now, so there's yeah. going to be a beach house on... I, it sounds like just the Fate route. Uh-huh. We'll see. Mm. Um, yeah, so go listen to that if you want. Not a preview of our coverage. Uh-huh. We do very different things. M's enjoying it from what I hear. Mm. They, um, they even posted in the visual novels channel yeah. <laughs> for the only time <laughs> uh, it was a good picture of saber it was yeah saber's great i love to look at saber i can't wait to look at saber a lot i'm so excited to look at saber uh good night everyone yeah should we say our where people can find us oh right where, <laughs> yeah, where fen. Should we find people fen where can i find you on the internet if i was looking for fans um one sec let Probably me in a me, field me, me maybe boom. a marsh um <laughs> uh wintry snowfield <laughs> is where you find fans what am i doing oh where, where can we find, find you? you on the internet type in fennec.moe into a web browser that'll get yeah. you there okay. type in moonarchive.art that'll get you to our show page on the abnormal mapping website <laughs> i need to put fen down for a nap <laughs> that's such a good <laughs> url <laughs> Where can people find you, Baron? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Marin underscore L underscore. Um, that's L as E-L. Uh, may or may mm. not be a reference to Edelgard from Fire Emblem Three Houses, my nice. wife. <laughs> uh, Sick. I don't, tw- I don't tweet all that much, but I retweet shit posts and gay stuff good you got anything else to plug um i guess you plugged the ggp you're gonna be on yeah i plugged the ggp i'm gonna be on uh what else at some point in the future i uh, might finish my thesis nice Uh, i believe in you (laughs) that'll probably be available for free because i think i private academic publishing sucks so if you want to read a thesis Keep your eyes out. What's your thesis on? I'm doing an oral history, uh, talking with other trans people about their, like, experiences and meanings attached to food and eating, like, across their lifespan and how that is taught, how, like, food can be tied into, like, everyday moments of trans joy that's sick thank you i think it's kind of cool it's super interesting hope that i do it (laughs) i'm sure you can (laughs) um you can find me ben ends at ben ends on twitter and you can find my not safe work writing at doom gender one day, let's meet in the digital sea. <laughs> I'm
to start recording. A little bit of he- echo never hurt no one, honestly. <laughs> I, I don't think that either of us are going to clip. Okay, good. I I nod and it didn't clip, so good. I think it's good. You know, like, nyah. <laughs> What'd you say? You know, like, nyah. <laughs> like, nyah. <laughs> you can't do this to me. I can and will. Okay, okay. <laughs> what? Uh, episode 23, because the Kaluka Effect spoiler cast is not getting a number. And <laughs> 22.5. That is, it is episode 22.5, Kaluka Effect 2 is the folder name right now. <laughs> um, uh, I'm excited to listen to that when I finish Kaluka Effect. Oh, it's a like, good game. That's <laughs> the thing. I yeah, I was when you were like, "Can we delay?" I was like, tr- "I was like, time to play some Caligula effect." Uh huh. Yeah. How far are you? Um, I am between the second and third dungeons. Um, so that's I just got, after Ophelia. Uh, is that her name? Or, no, that's not her name. I keep calling no. her Ophelia, but uh, it's absolutely Pandora. not her name. I don't know yeah. why, but I always <laughs> call her Ophelia. This happens like four times in the podcast that we recorded. It's very funny. I'm going to leave it in every single time. <laughs> Fuck up. I'm going to take it out. Um, yeah, I, I beat Pandora, did a bunch of side quests, and now I've like just got the tickets to meet the little like pink haired shitty twink. Oh yeah, that fucker. Awful. Uh, Awful. I did boy. meet. I did meet Coco, who seems like she's gonna be feral. <laughs> so I'm excited for more of her. Oh yeah, Coco. Yeah. I just. I just There's got a lot point. of fascinating girls in that game. How do you have a heart out? Um. Nope. At some point. I'll have to eat dinner, but... <laughs> I... well, we won't imprison you for the rest of your life. <laughs> Don't worry about that. At some point, I'll be able to eat. <laughs> yeah, someday. Someday. We'll take a short break, a 15-minute break for you to eat, and then we'll get back to, for the seventh hour. <laughs> no. Yeah, I am... I'm, I can talk for ages. Peregrine, my voice <laughs> Peregrine had out. the patience of a saint. <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with us for a whole couple of roots. Oh, I can't imagine putting up with me. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, I don't think we'll go that long for this one. Because there's just not very much. Yeah, there's like... Yeah. It's like, the main there's game is like... There's a lot of little, like, nuggets of... It's weird lore that just gets dropped and interspersed uh-huh. throughout that I'm just so... I've, I have so many notes that are like, here's a proper noun and a bunch of question marks. Yeah, yeah. I got a few... I recognize a good number of these proper nouns yeah, uh, I, from I future stuff that I knew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but there are some that I just am like, what? What does also, that mean? London is a desert, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I can see how you got there, but that's not true. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've I know so little about the broader, uh, the broader type Mooniverse. Uh huh. God, oh, that is yeah. bad mouthfeel saying it that way. Type type like I also don't like Nasuverse. Oh, Nasuverse is bad. Nasuverse is worse. It's what everyone uses for it. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for Nasu as a writer, but <laughs> I don't like that word. Yeah, the Kinecoverse. 
Um, yeah, I started playing Fate with Grand Order knowing nothing else, so I got, like, an overview of, like, all of the wildest shit, pretty much, from the start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I used to be, I uh, used to do a lot of wiki diving. Uh, I've forgotten almost all of that, though. So this is all, like, a whole uh, new world for maybe me. Maybe for the best, considering what I know about the Type Moon wiki. <laughs> I never, I... I never ran into um that Kohaku Hisui page. You never you never so... ran into them uh becoming unrecognizable from each other. <laughs> that image description is so funny, especially because they still look different. Yeah, I know. You can tell them apart pretty easy. <laughs> pretty easily. Not in that CG. Then one of, only one of them is crying and their hair is slightly different. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about the crying bit. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, if, yeah. I'm dreading that story. Okay, now I can hear you again, man. Oh, you couldn't hear me? Fen uh, just sat back down. Yeah. Oh, oh, I think you meant, like, earlier. Before oh, you no. went up to get tea, you couldn't hear me. And I was like, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, there was, oh, oh, sorry, there was a perfect amount of water in the tea kettle. Yes. Oh, Um, that happens. And then, I bumped into the wall on my way back. Oh, no. And spilled, like, half of the cup. I was like, I guess I'm putting more water in and warming that up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, tragedy. Okay. Then do we want to get started? Yeah.